3: Recorded live.
2: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Awakening Universal Minds. Uh, my name is Brother Beniti, aka Brother Michael. Got Brother Ramana Noon also with us tonight, as usual. And welcome, everybody, on Thursday, January 26, 2017. Um, just to go over a couple of basics, real quick, in the beginning that we do every week. If you are a new listener, um, more so if you are a brand new listener, tuning in for the first time, Um, it's not a religious show. It is an occult metaphysical left-hand path show. We deal pretty much with the sciences of the occult and left-hand path doctrine and information. What that basically means is a path of self-mastery, many different definitions you can give it, path of self-deification, it's a path of responsibility, it's a path of action, it's a path of where you pretty much are the navigator and controller of which direction that path goes in. So you can't blame anybody for your failures, and you also take responsibility for your your successes. Um, So that's what this path is about. If you are a new listener, that's what the show is about, Um, if you are tuning in for the first time. Um, We also come from a perspective of everything that we discuss on the show, um, comes from an experience perspective, not just from reading it, um, not just from, you know, listening to some uh, lecture and thinking that we have it all figured out. Um, Again, it's basically coming from an experience perspective. Um, We have walked many paths, as we've said before, week in and week out. And again, it's for the newer listeners and those various paths path and esoterical uh, uh, groups and fraternities and mystical orders, such as the Rosicrucian order, such as the Martinist order, such as Order Templi Orientis, or, the, or as some know as OTO. Uh, the Masonic order, the Shriners, um, have also been initiated in IFA, uh, Apollo, um, various different you know, mystical uh, schools, philosophies, dogmas, cultures, uh, all to get us to the point of where we're at right now. And that's the important thing, where you are right now. Um, when you progress on this path, as I said uh, a multitude of times, there is, there is nothing to go back to after this. Um, anything outside of this is taking a step back. Uh, we've been discussing over the last couple of weeks um, how some people get to that crossroad on this path. This, we've been focusing on this hard because actually um myself and brother Ravana Nguyen had a conversation earlier today. Um, no matter how many times we both repeat it, week in, week out, month after month, et cetera, uh, I don't know if people are really taking into account, you know, what the, what it really means when we say when you get to that threshold of this path, because it brings everything to the surface. When you first again start out on this path, you 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 address everything about yourself, good and bad. Well, the good stuff, we can just toss that to the side. For now. That's the easy shit. We're not talking about that. Um, we're talking about the stuff that comes to the surface. Um, maybe you weren't, you know, as, as hot shit as you thought you were in certain areas. Or maybe you had more issues that you were avoiding and didn't deal with, et cetera. It all comes to the surface. And this is where the challenge comes in. And and you've been focusing on this hard the last several weeks because, We don't just say this because, again, just to say it. We're saying it because not only did we experience it, but over the years we now are firsthand witnesses to other people experiencing the same things that we experienced. And, again, it only goes two ways. Either you overcome those obstacles and challenge, you become victorious, and you start to progress and keep moving forward, or you run like a little biatch back the other way. Um, and do what you used to do. And that's why I said a minute ago, there is nowhere way to go after this. Anything is a step backwards. The reason why I say that, I don't say that and in, in be, be uh, loyal uh, like you belong to some religious indoctrination. I say that because where else can you go after a path of self-mastery? The key word is self, so you're in control. How do you go to something else? or we'll back to something else after that, where basically it shows you you have no self-control or you, have not, you don't have that inner guidance to navigate yourself uh, and be that self-controlling deity or, or, as we say, this path of deification. Um, so that's critical. Um, it's key to understand that on this path because you will get to that fork in the road. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. And again, I can't repeat that enough. I know it goes in one ear, out the other. We, uh, again, we say this because we get calls, we get emails, etc., and, and people want to know why is shit going haywire for me all of a sudden. It, it's because everything that needs to come to the surface that you need to face head on, it's there. And here's your opportunity to, again, face it head on, be victorious over it, and move on. Or, again, you're just going to turn around and keep doing what you're doing. Um, and the last thing I want to add to that, while bringing my brother Ravina Nune, he'll give you his his, his background, uh, pretty much similar to what we're talking about here. Um, the last thing I want to add to that, which is again, which is critical, um, it's important. And, and again, I can't stress it enough. When you make the commitment to be on this path, and I want I want I want to make sure everybody's listening closely to this, okay. Because I've been reflecting on this a lot the last the last couple of days because of the emails and the questions that I get. When you and same thing with he's gonna tell you the same shit. When you make a commitment or you think you've made a commitment to be on this path, you have to be certain that you put prior shit that you dealt with to the back burner. Let me give you an example. You can't come into this and want to be part time more slash comedic, slash left-hand path. It doesn't work. Because usually people that are doing that shit, they're holding on to something in the past as a security blanket. They think that's going to cover whatever fears they're trying to avoid on this path moving forward. So you cannot, again, you cannot play both sides of the fence. You either commit to the path of self-mastery or you don't because I've watched people get destroyed and confused on that level where they wanted to again stay kind of fluffy slash conscious comedic whatever whatever they were before, but have made verbally they've made the statement out of their mouth. Oh no no no, I I've I moved past that. I, I, I'm traveling this path, etc. But in reality, they're professing it with the tongue, but inside their mind and inside their heart, that's not the reality. And and again, the reason most most people will hold on to shit that they were into prior to coming into this, again, it's pretty much a, a security blanket uh, for them to grasp and hold on to. So that's what this is about. This is a path of self-mastery, self-deification. Um, also want to make it clear, we do not advocate one specific group, organization, uh, any specific teacher. Uh, no one individual has all the answers to all the questions. That's a game. Um in, in 2017, if you're still stuck under the conscious pimp game, shame on you. If you really believe that one individual has the sole salvation, uh, uh, you know, for you, if you think that somebody's going to take you to some mystical, spooky place, you know, just ain't for you. Because we're not, we're not looking uh, in any of those directions uh, for any of that. That's not what this path is about. Um, again, you are the sole governor of your spirituality. You are responsible for your successes. You are responsible for your failures. I can't stress that enough. So when when shit hits the fan, uh, it's funny how <laughs> it's funny how when people on this path when shit is going good, they they take this this godship role. But then all of a sudden when shit's going bad, they're looking for something external to get an answer. to. Why why is shit going haywire? I think it. No no no. On Haywire because the real, other real essential aspect of you is coming to the surface, and you need to address that shit, okay? Real quick, um, last thing, announcement. We'll announce this again. on um, the middle of the show, towards the end of the show, this kicks off a, a, a very busy weekend for us, starting tonight with the radio show. Um, tomorrow night, uh, we know there's, uh, we got a bunch of you coming out to the Cali Mantra Magic Ceremony, followed by Ritualistic Drumming. Uh, that will be tomorrow night, 8 p.m. sharp at Cultural Expressions in Hollywood, Florida. Um, must be wearing all black to attend this event. You'll understand that when you're there. Um, no exceptions to the rule. Don't come in half-assed. Don't come in looking busted. Don't come in with some, like, T-shirt that's part black and got all these other colors on it. will make it crystal clear. We're all grown fucking adults, and we can follow directions, okay? Because it says a lot when we try to half-ass and try to come in sloppy. That's all we need to know about you. So strict, all black. I don't care what it is. It could be cultural attire. It could be regular clothing. As long as it's all black and it keeps the, vib- the vibration and frequency where it needs to be. I want to make it clear. This is not a fluffinator ceremony. Because I hear some people say, yeah, okay, I'm familiar with Kali. This ain't no one with the universe and pranayami and all that bullshit. This is invoking the dark goddess energy of Calvin. Okay? I want to make that crystal clear not a fluffy ceremony, okay? The drumming, the chanting, or the chants are strictly directed to activating the dark goddess energy. What this will do is bring some of the stuff we just talked about a minute ago to the surface, and it's going to bring a lot of self-realization on a whole whole bunch of different levels. Uh, Many things happen. If it's your first time attending one of these ritualistic ceremonies, best thing to do is just relax, come with an open mind, and whatever happens at the ceremony, just kind of roll with it. don't let it, don't let it uh, overcome you. Just kind of roll with it and, and see what happens. That's on Friday night. Saturday night, the following night, we will be doing a class at Sophia's Garden of at Miami Gardens, Florida. That starts at 7.30 p.m. Myself, brother, Ravonna Noon, and we'll be discussing Keppera, the path of self-realization, what Keppera really means and how it ties into left-hand path philosophy. Um, it's going to be a very good class with a lot of information um, that I'm sure you can take with you. And apply on a on a, on a daily level. Um, that'll be Saturday, seven thirty p.m. short Sophia's Garden. My app. Um, all the events are free. There's no charge. Um, we don't charge for any of these events. Uh, all we do is ask that you again come out and support. Um, if you need information, directions, uh, etc. For the event in general, uh, well, again, we'll do this at the end of the end of the show. You can uh, email right here at the radio show KHN. UM19 at gmail dot com. We'll send you over a flyer with the exact information uh we just went over. Um before we get into tonight's topic, I'm gonna to bring in brother Ravana Noon and he can quickly give you background about himself. Go ahead, brother. All
3: right, that's Brother Ravanun. Um and like uh Brother Benetti was saying, uh, as always this is a left hand path show. Uh this is Not to cater to your ego, make you feel great, superior, lovely, divine, beautiful, and all that shit. It's also going to make you feel ugly, stupid, idiotic, and all the other things that you suppress, hide about yourself because you want to glorify yourself. But to really glorify yourself is to look at the good, bad, bad, ugly, and beautiful about yourself. Well, this may not be the show if you can't handle that. When on the left hand path, things are not always going to be the way you want. They are going to be the way you need. And we say this repetitively, consistently on the show for a reason. Individuals go through certain situations in their life. And Brother Benita, Beniti said it clearly. When they are getting everything they want, the left hand path is a shit for them. However,. When their life is in turmoil, upside down, and shit is not going the way they want, now all of a sudden they're trying to second guess, is this the path for me, is this what I'm really supposed to be doing? Well, yes, you are. Because anything that takes your life and turns, turns it upside down is turning you upside down and inside out. And it's necessary because it is transforming everything about you that you deluded yourself into thinking about yourself, how great you are, how kind you are, how nice you are, how respectful you are, how polite you are, how godly you are, how queenly you are, how Moorish you are, how Nawapian you are, how Nation of Islam you are. All these delusions and exterior characters that we create about ourselves is smashed. And what I mean smashed smashed into smithereens right in front of you. Oh, did you think when we started working with Kali and the dark mother goddess or the dark energies that this shit was just going to be lovely? Oh, see, the problem is that you have a uh, misconception of what the feminine force or the masculine force are. You have a misconception that the feminine is docile and passive and nourishing and caring and motherly, and all that good shit. That's a very small part. It's a part of it, no doubt, but that's a small part of a big totality of what the feminine force is. It is also very dark, chaotic, um, rageful, uh, passionate, lustful, to the extreme. But see, we don't like to deal with that because we all have been painted a picture of what the feminine force is. The feminine force is supposed to be, you know this nice wife and this everything but we fail to realize that that's just a picture that was painted in recent times to control females to control their actions and behaviors and then we're given a picture of the masculine as being tough and and blunt and you know just a, a brute force kind of energy and that's not always the case either so the reality is, when you work on the left-hand path, your illusions that you created about yourself, it is going to be smashed. That's part of what Kali represents—destruction. It's destroying the crazy shit you thought about yourself into smithereens. So if you thought you were uh, Hakim Bey Allah. Rawl.
4: <laughs> that That's right, brother. That's immediately right.
3: Immediately on this path, and the the uh, illusions that you thought that you were bypassing those delusional aspects of ourselves that oh I'm so Moorish and I'm so uh, Islamic or I'm so comedic or I'm so all of this, but yet yeah, I'm I'm a cultist at the same time is completely smashed to smithereens. And the reason why that is, is because you can never truly grow, transform, become anew if all the old things you thought about yourself were not taken away. It's an old adage that we used to hear in martial arts movies and different things like that, where a student would ask the master, teach me all this shit, and the master would say, Um, how can I teach you anything if your cup is overflowing? Well, a lot of people get into the left-hand path and they swear they know everything already. They swear they have all the conscious knowledge and awareness they need. And all that is stripped away because you have to be emptied out. All that shit has to be released, has to be ridden of, to truly make a change. Because if you come into this with a preconceived notion that every work you do within this path, you're going to do the path with a preconceived notion of what it should be, how it should be, and if it doesn't fall into those parameters, those borders and boundaries and limitations you created, then you quickly leave the path because it's not working for you. See, That other shit was working for me. It was fluffier. It made me feel good and and holy and righteous. It made me feel like I was a good person because I held the door for somebody today. When? The bottom line, it comes down to this. The universe and anything else you want to attribute does not give two fucking shits if you hold a door for somebody or not. That's all done to make yourself feel better about yourself. It has no fucking brownie points. You're not getting written down in some book, some holy book. Oh, check one for Ravana Noon because he held the door open today. Oh, check one for Beniti because he he politely carried bags across the street for an elderly woman. That shit is all irrelevant. It does not matter. It's all created by illusions and delusional concepts, philosophies, traditions, and religions to keep you encased and bounded and controlled. And until you realize it, unless you break free from that mentality, you will always, always find yourself stagnated and back at square one. How can you, and Brother Benitez said it the best, How can you call yourself on a path of self-mastery, but you're looking for something else outside of you to give you answers? Now, if you're on a path of self-mastery, that means you do for self. Everything starts with self, and everything ends with self. So, if you understand that reality, then what outside of you can possibly bring you any knowledge, give you anything, and you get something out of it. Unless you do it all yourself. And that's the part. People do not want to take action or responsibility.
2: Excellent point. Appreciate that. <clears throat> and again, that's the key. That's what this path that's what this path is about. Um you have to address all that shit before you can progress forward on this path. This is not something you can just mask. And, and as we said before in previous shows, a lot of people, you know, whether it's in the conscious community, you know, on the outside, they got it all together. You know what I mean? The look, you know, they got the cultural gear on, you know, they got the natural hair, they wearing the onk, the smell goods. But on the inside, they all fucked up. So you can hide in those paths. and I want to make that clear. You, you can, again, can fool everybody on the outside and think you got it together, but you can't do that on this path. And We keep saying that because the reality of who and what you are is going to emerge. So you can, again, you can pretend, and I, we've watched it. Me and Brother Ravonna Noon have seen it over the years. You know, people will start out, and you can't fake the funk on this path because the reality of who and what you are is going to emerge. So this is not something you can hide. A lot of people get into those dogmas and cultures because they're trying to mask and cover and hide something that they're not dealing with. So they become super Buddhist, or they become super comedic, or they become super Islamic, or they become the best Mason in the world. You understand? And as we mentioned all those paths in the beginning, all those, all those different paths that we have walked and still currently active in some of them for the experience factor, um, we found out that it gets us to the point where we are now. And the reason why we mentioned that in the beginning, and that was more so for the newer listeners I want to be crystal clear on that, the reason why we mentioned all those mystical orders that we walk, not because we're better than anybody and not because we're encouraging anybody to join those orders, we're just saying if you're going to teach on shit, at least have the experience because you've got a bunch of fucking clowns out here on the Internet, on YouTube, Facebook, and they're trying to drop science on masonry and, and cult and OTO, and they never fucking set foot in the lodge, And they and they really think those that have the experience are are, are are listening to this actually believe in this garbage. I told you, we've sat in lectures where people have tried to drop science on OTO and the Rosicrucian order. And we don't go around announcing that we have walked those paths, but we'll just sit there and watch somebody play themselves because we can tell they're YouTube scholars. You know, they they, they catch some, you know, they catch some fucking sensationalism on YouTube and you know conspiracy theories. See, that's the other problem with melanated people—they conspiracy theories. You know, we don't care about those. the foods are gene- genetically modified. Okay, is- I keep telling people this shit. Okay. If they have thrown all this shit at us, we keep, we've said this for the last year. People sit here and say all the shit that the white man's doing. They're poisoning the food. They're doing this. They're poisoning the air, the water. But here, there's one confirmation you keep forgetting out of all that shit. If they're doing all those things, guess what? You're still fucking here. So all that shit that they've been and still continually try to do is not working. What does that tell you about your own personal power? Yep. So you should be you you should be focusing on. Things to better yourself. See, the problem, the other problem with Negroes is they sit around and they talk all day about what the problem is, what, what the white man's done to them, what, what we need to do, and no action. And what did we say earlier, brother of modern? This is a path of what? A path of?
4: Action, action. and responsibility.
2: Okay, action and responsibility. So we, we, don't, we don't care that Donald Trump won the election. Who gives a fuck? Because remember, this path is about controlling First and foremost, every individual has the ability to control their own and immediate environment and surroundings around them. See, the problem is Negroes are trying to save the world. That's where they get fucked up and get confused and get jammed up. You cannot control. If you think that this is a mission about saving black people, you're fucking stupid. Okay, because this has nothing to do with that. That's the illusion that these groups claim. You understand? And if you think that you're gonna wake up all day and one day everybody's gonna be holding hands across the globe singing kumbaya, you're even more fucking dumber than I thought. This is the illusion that's created on the surface. And then what happens, like Ravana Moon said in the beginning, you set expectations, and when them expectations aren't fulfilled, you become disappointed. So start with self. That's what this is about. Anyway, so what we're gonna to do tonight, we did a few weeks back one of the one of the highest rated shows that we had. Um, we got uh, a lot of the females on the call now, I see. Um, well, I'm going to wait a few more minutes to get a couple more in here. Uh, we're going to talk to the females again tonight. Um, nothing in particular. We're just going to throw some left-hand path questions at them. Uh, most of the sisters that we're in on uh, are on this path. Uh, are, and the unique thing about it, which was unique when we did the last show a few weeks back, they're all at different stages in this path. And I, I want listeners to pay attention because you can actually see the different stages in what they're going through. And let me give you an example uh, while, while we wait for some more sisters to fill up the room. Um, there's some newbies that have just started in the last few months. Uh, You've got some people that have been on for years. You've got some people that have been on for six months. You've got some people that have been on for a couple years and what was unique about the last show, and I encourage everybody that didn't, wasn't, or did not hear the last show live, to go back into the archives and listen to these sisters talk, because unfortunately we keep hearing it from the men, and uh, it gets a little tiring sometimes. Um, but you can hear you can hear the different, uh, you know, things that they've been dealing with since day one, and it kind of confirms a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about the last several weeks. Um, and, and again, the key. One of the strong points, which I'm going to stress tonight, with a lot of the sisters and brother Ravana, is going to stress. Um, we want people to explain when they got to that fork on this path, um, like Ravana Noon said just a minute ago, and I think that was probably one of the most important things that was said tonight. Everybody loves when all the good stuff, when they when they practice in left hand path and they get the positive results. Everybody loves that shit. You know the you know I I got this and my financial doors opened or you know I I got this and you know this this situation came to me and it's great. But then when chaos sets in, it's a whole other fucking story now. Now all of a sudden they want to know what the fuck is going on, just like Revital Noon said. Now you want to find some external situation to justify what the fuck is going on when it's all coming from within. Um, And that's what this is about. And and if you go listen to that last show, you'll listen to each sister in their unique way kind of talk about what they dealt with. And, And, again, it's not all. Let me stress this too. What people go through, okay. Unlike other cultures, dogmas, philosophies, whether it's comedic, there's no structure to this. When I say there's no structure, there's no set structure, because most of most of these other dogmas have some form of set structure. And the problem is with set structure, it sometimes does not fit or form to everybody's personal needs. That's the difference. So with this. The structure is laid out as you create it. That's the difference. So if you belong to the Buddhist culture, there's a set structure that governs that culture. If you belong to the Kemetic community, there's a set pantheon or structure that governs that philosophy or dogma or doctrine. Same thing with anything dealing with the three major religions, not this path. The structure is dictated and created by you. So that structure can be a little bit, <laughs> it could swerve to the left, swerve to the right. It could be up, it could be down. That's all dependent upon you. That's the difference. So this is why sometimes the crazy shit sets in, and it may not be a set justification at the time that you can relate it to and say, why is this, you know, what's going on with this? Why is this happening? That's, the, that's, that's what we're trying to get at or, or trying to get people to see. All right, so what we're going to do, again, we'll go ahead and uh, start. Um, now, I, I do know most of the sisters in here this evening, if you are a sister and you want to get in the call, um, if if you don't have a registered screen name, it's hard for me to see who you are. I just see you by state. I don't, I don't see phone numbers. You could always, uh, you know, type in the box, or if you're not online, you'd have to go online to actually let me know if you want to get on the call, if you're just... On the call. Uh, if not, I'm just going to roll it with who I know is here and kind of go from there. So, what I'm going to do is I'll be plugging them in, um, you know, one by one, asking them questions instead of last time I know there was a lot of feedback. Sometimes we got a little too much background noise. So, I'll plug one in at a time as I rotate the questions. I'm pretty much going to throw a question out there and I'll throw that question to each, um, you know, sister and they can answer it in their own unique um, way based on key their experiences. Um, so what I'm going to do. The first thing what I want to actually you know touch on, and, and again from a female perspective. Now um, we're going we're going to go that route. And, and brother Ravana Noon, if you got any question you want to throw, question go after. ahead. You got you want to start with one.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with something a little something, and then I'll ask him a question after.
2: Okay, what, what, what do you want to start with?
3: Um. Let me go into this. I want to ask them how they feel about this right here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I sent to you earlier. All right. Um, it says, yes, Kali is a dark mother, yet what she gives birth to is the Maya or illusion of the universe itself, not only biological babies.
4: Mm-hmm. Kali's
3: creation is principally of a magical nature a non-natural generation of the sexual shadow, or chaybet, recognized by ancient Egyptian soul craft.
4: Without mm-hmm. the
3: strength of the sexual energy amassed in the chaybet, the Egyptian dead were not believed to be able to cross beyond mortal existence. And this tenet is what is mirrored in the left-hand path perspective. So what I want to ask is, how do they view their own motherly, feminine energy.
4: Mm.
3: And Mm. are they viewing it from uh, something that they've been conditioned to see themselves as, or are they viewing it from within themselves? Because this clearly says that Kali is not just a dark mother, a mother who gives birth to babies because this is a common illusion, right? Kali gives birth to the illusion of the universe, things that we perceive and how we see things. But in reality, Kali's creation is principally of a magical nature, meaning she's straight, dark, chaotic, primordial energy of a sexual generational energy. Mm. So if in Egypt itself, the dead cannot cross beyond mortal existence unless they had a mass, a strong level of sexual energy. Then mm. as a female, how do you view yourself as a mother, a daughter, a sister, a wife, and your sexual energy? How do you view it? Are we still mm. viewing it from a Victorian, Puritan, Western, version of it? Are you still uh, are you able to start amassing knowledge and energy past that? That's what mm-hmm. I want to know. I know it's a lot of All right. stuff. So. Uh,
2: if, if you need to repeat it, I'll plug them in and then I'll ask them to make sure they're clear on the question and if you want to repeat it, uh, I'll have you repeat it. Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, sister, the alchemist. She's the first one in the queue, so I'm going to bring you in. sis. Can you hear me? Alchemist, can you hear me?
5: Yes, I can hear you. Hi, everyone. Hello.
2: How you doing, sis? Were you uh, Were you clear on the question? Did you need Did you need Brother Ramon to uh, repeat anything, or did you get all that?
5: Um, I I believe I got most of it. Okay. Um, Go ahead.
2: You got it. Go ahead.
5: Well, from my standpoint, um, I'm, I'm not one of those Victorian type <laughs> of mothers. I'm not. I'm. I'm definitely not that. I'm not a, you know, I guess sweet kind of homemaker type of mother that sort of thing. I'm. I'm just not that. I'm a pretty much straight to the point, protective type of mother. When I deal with my daughter and my grandson, I'm.
4: I'm.
5: I am. um, I am a warrior type of of mother. I'm loving, of course, to them, but when they need, like for example, if my daughter came to me, she had a problem or an issue, and it 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 became a situation where there was a confrontation you know yeah right. I, i'll talk I'll talk to her about it, but my end result would be, you know with we which to me should be with everyone. If someone steps in your, in your presence, in your face, in your personal space, there is no time, there's no time for talk. It's action, period. You right. know, as soon as somebody right. steps in your face, you swing. That's it. We're done. Right. You know, right. there is no talking. There is no conversation. There's nothing.
2: Gotcha. Let me, and, let me ask you this, cause real uh-huh. quick before you continue, because you mentioned something just a couple seconds ago. Um, you liken that motherly nature to a warrior. I want to back up for a minute because one of the things Ramana Noon had asked. So how, in your opinion, based on that motherly energy slash feminine energy, how would you describe in your experience and how you tap into it Um, so it's not really all just about peacefulness, loving, and nurturing? Because unfortunately, most people think when they talk about the feminine energy or the feminine goddess, they, they just think it's just that. So uh, in your words, in your experience and how you tapped into the feminine energy travel in this path and, you know, and working your rituals and the things that you do, what is your experience on that? I wanna, so I want you to back up. Are you tapping more into the warrior nature of it? I just want to make sure I heard you right. Um,
5: well, I am, I am tapping into the, the, fem, the feminine aspect. Of cops, mm-hmm. from what I understand, because I'm, you know, I'm still learning about the different energy types and things of mm-hmm. that nature. But right. I, I am tapping into the feminine energy part. I'm, you know, as it relates to, you know, guys, gentlemen. I'm, I'm very feminine until, mm-hmm.
4: you know, mm-hmm.
5: um, I'm okay. um, until you know the situation is they want to be in a control situation. I'm, I'm, I'm very. Open. I'm honest. I'm upfront. But when okay. addressed with the, you know, with the opposite sex, as long as the brother is correct, coming mm. correct, coming straight, coming honest, up, and right. it's, there is no, there is no hidden. They can't, you know. I mean, you know, some mm. some some brothers they they come with that hidden agenda as though I can't see it, and I and I know mm-hmm. maybe some sisters can't see it, but I can see it. Right. Of, it's like like a, um, what do you call that, a fluorescent light, like beaming, blinking. You know, I can see it up front. And I tell her, brother, look, you know, we, everything will be good. You know, I'm real quiet. I'm, I'm docile. I'm friendly, laughing, giggling. You know the, the life of the party. But as soon right. as you come out your bag with game, whew, then the warrior just click on. I'm like, okay, we're done. You know, we're, we're okay. done. Period. We're done. So I guess I hope that answers the question.
3: Yes. No, no, no. That, yeah, let, me, yeah. let me ask Go the ahead, second brother. part to that question. Though, so, as a mother, as a, um, you know, a woman who was in a relationship and things like this, how do you view your sexual energy? Is it is it restricted? Is it free? I mean, how do you view it? Because this is the part that I think I'm really trying to get a uh, woman to answer. Because I I got a feeling tonight we're gonna to hear various answers about this question.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Um. Well, my my energy is free now that mm-hmm. I've I've been on this path. It was restricted at the point when I mm-hmm. was you know in religion. You know, because I didn't I didn't know mm-hmm. better. You right. know, but the more I travel this path, it's free. It's it's very free, and brothers are intimidated by that because. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to be blunt, you know, we could have a sexual encounter and some brothers think, okay, well, you know, hey, I was good with it and, and now we're going to be a couple or we're going to lock in. and You know, and, and when I tell them, okay, it was good, but I'm done. Excuse me? Oh, no, I'm out. I don't have time for this. You know, and they, they, can't, they can't handle it. They really can't cause they think, oh, I don't locked her down, <clears throat> you know. Exactly. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not there. I'm, yeah, it was good, but I don't want to be bothered with you because you got too many mm. issues and I'm done. And they, mm. they're like, they can't handle it. So mm. in that regard, I'm, I'm very free and aggressive, and it, it's not a situation, I guess, with the old stereotypical thing that, okay, if, you, if a woman gets with a guy and she's intimate, he locks her down. That's, that's not, it doesn't happen with me. I can get with you today and walk out and leave you in less than an hour and be done with you. That's what
3: I, that's what I wanted to say.
2: Mm. Right nice. That's what I was waiting to hear. That's good. Okay, and I'm glad, I'm glad uh, Alchemist, you broke it down like that because, like, like, like you say, that's not typical and that breaks the stereotype of the feminine sexual energy because. Most most dudes that what you just said would bruise their ego because, and like like you said, and look, let me let me stress this, brothers, man, you ain't look, you're not the only one knocking, tearing shit up because that's the biggest. Stop boosting your ego like that, and vice versa. And and, and I say this, it's flip side, and and sisters, gotta stop acting like you got the best thing on the planet. It's, it's sometimes things, and it works two ways now. It's a two way street. But I'm glad you broke that. That, that stereotype um, because that's a different aspect of feminine energy broke down. Most people would say that's the mindset of the masculine energy. And like Ravana Noon said a few minutes ago, the masculine energy ain't always all macho because some of those archetypes, for an example, you work with on this path, they actually more feminine, what we know as feminine here on the physical realm. Um, so that mm-hmm. taps into a whole other thing. Um, all right, so we definitely appreciate that, Alchemist. So we'll come back to you on the next round of questions. So just make sure you're listening, um, and we're going to go to the next, sister. Uh, but definitely okay. appreciate that input. Appreciate that, sister. Okay. Thank you.
6: Okay. You're
2: welcome. So they, they, you got it, brothers. I hope your egos ain't, ain't bruised. How, how does it feel like that you be treating like a bitch, huh? <laughs> oh, that was a good answer. I love that one. That was a real good answer. All right, let's go to the next, sister. Same set of questions. Again, if you didn't get all of it, we'll, we'll repeat it for you. This way we don't have to keep repeating ourselves. So I'm not going to repeat the question. Hopefully uh, you, you heard the series of questions, but we'll, we, we could throw them back in there if you forgot any portion of it. Let's bring in Sister Michelle from Tennessee. What's going on, Sister?
4: Hey, how you guys doing?
2: We are doing great, and how are you doing?
6: I'm doing well out. Came down here to participate with you guys, because they wore me out.
2: I got you. I got you. You're tired. Yeah, you sound a little. You sound. You sound a little drained. Yeah, but
6: yeah, I'm got around today. So no problem. No
2: problem. All right. So your call. But thought, yeah, I heard that thought. question.
6: You ain't got to repeat that question. I heard that question, uh-huh. and it would only it. come from one person. That that knows how to ask those kind of questions to make you think on all kind of levels. No, what
4: are you talking about? Who okay, is you know what I'm saying. Some people are good at that.
6: You know, and listen, I was about to fall asleep until I heard that question. I said, "Oh shit, I got to get up now." <laughs> oh shit! But that's a real good question. It hits on most mm-hmm. levels, uh, and I don't think you're gonna get two women with the same answer tonight. Because that's, no. uh, that's that's real deep right there. That hits on a lot of levels. And, mm-hmm. and personally, the way that I view that energy, because I'm dealing with that energy now, it separates mm-hmm. everything. It separates that mother from that lover, from that friend, mm-hmm. from that warrior, all those different energies. And it's up to that individual how they um, operate in them energies. But mm-hmm. my view or how, how I see myself, I'm a you know, I'm 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 always be a mother to my kid, You know, mm-hmm. but that's him. You know, that's a whole different realm. That's a whole different thing. Then you talking about right. sexual energy. That's how you perceive mm-hmm. yourself. And at that point, mm. I perceive myself as as my master, what what I'm trying to be. So I okay. perceive that part as as mastering that too. And no, okay. I don't feel restrained by any forms of religion because it's my choice, whatever I do. It's my choice. And uh-huh. it's, it's supposed to be about me. And I okay. know it sounds selfish, so I guess I, I'm i oh, no, perceiving no, no, myself no, no. to be a little selfish in that way because I think not it not should be all. about me.
2: Of course. It's got to be about you on this but path see, that's, versus woman. It's uh,
3: different levels to selfishness. so
4: it's, That's right. It's, oh, I
3: know. It's not a negative connotation. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for everybody because <laughs> Some people might be listening and misinterpret, you know, what what you might mean by selfish. It's not that it's a negative thing because... No,
6: not a negative thing. That's not that's not the way... It, okay, let me clarify. Selfish, what I'm saying for me is this, that I'm doing me the way I want to do, mm. when I want to do, how there I want to do, where I want to do, well, who I want to do. And mm. It doesn't matter what anyone else feels or say about that because they don't have mm. no right over that. And however okay. I... End Engage with that individual. I chose to, and, mm. and th- that's the limit to that. That's that's not their choice. That's my choice, and I'm not going to mm. allow anyone else to make their choice mine. If I choose you, you mm. choose me. That's good. If if not, oh well. But mm. that's the level of selfishness that I was talking about. Where where I'm talking about doing me,
2: me do okay. me. You know that's that that sounds that sounds like a path of indulgence we talked about a few weeks ago. And, yeah, and, you got to have that. <laughs> Yeah, you got to, but the key is, I think, when it comes to that aspect or that path, uh, I think people struggle, I mean, this is not you, but I'm saying I think people struggle in, in my dealings with them is the guilt or or, or not coming to terms with the reality of it uh, when you make certain choices. Um, so I'm glad you said that, you know, you do it for yourself um, first and foremost. And, again, as long as long as, like the other sister, the alchemist, said, as long as there's straight up communication, um, openness on whatever, whatever level, you know, that you're dealing with, that's key. And, and, and understanding that, but like you said, uh, so that's, that's a good thing when we talk about, like, like Ravonna said, there's different levels of selfishness. So, um, there has to be, everybody has certain levels of selfishness. I don't give a fuck if you think you, you know, super spiritual and super fluffy. You understand what I'm saying? It, it's, You get up every day to do what? To better yourself. That's a form of selfishness, not in a bad way. I would assume everybody gets up out of bed and sets out on their day, whether it's to run their business or whatever it is they're doing, I would say to better themselves. I mean, if you don't, then I don't even know why the fuck you're getting up out of bed every day. Um, So just to use that analogy when we talk about selfishness, because people will hear that and they'll think, well, you know, just their program or preconceived notions that that's something negative. But anyway. Uh, uh, Anything else you wanted to add to that Before we bring in the next sister or, or is that pretty much what you wanted to add to that
6: Well I have a question When when you, when you we talk about um, Feminine energy Why do it always come back to the mothery thing When when well, females well, Are addressed about a feminine energy Why do it always come back to the motherly thing right. Or the soft side Why do things always come back there That's what I'm well, talking about
2: we Well see that's what we said You're right and it, And that's why we're doing this Is because it's not, see, people always think the goddess energy is the mother and, you know, she's loving and she's tender and the goddess of the universe, you know, all that. That's all what we call right-hand path fluffy stuff. That's surface bullshit. Like we use the analogy of Kali or the archetype of Kali because you're going to find when you, especially when you work with these archetypes slash deities, you're going to see that the feminine, I mean, when you go through the Pantheon, as we did a few weeks back, the feminine archetypes are 10 times more powerful than the masculine archetypes. They're very warrior-like in nature, so it's not always about that motherly, you know, let me swaddle you in my arms and comfort you. There is that part. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, like, you as females, and we'll go through the, you know, you guys are sharing it, you, you know, you're all saying you're going to be that protector for your children, and, then, and there's a compassion factor to it, but... I'm glad you bring that up. It's not just about that. There is an aggressive side. There's a there's a sexual side. Just like men explore, there's a sexual energy to it too, especially when dealing with a lot of these archetypes. That's why we're bringing up from a motherly perspective, a feminine perspective, a wife, a mother, and we're we're trying to get you as females to kind of explain that. Um, but you're right. It's not.
6: Okay. Well, it, see, saying it like that, this is how I see it. Like this, right? most females use more sexual energy than any any male ever will because in everything we do, we put some form of sexuality in it. And from the way we walk, Mm -hmm. from the way that we address, I mean, to get people to do what you want them to do, that's some form of sexual energy that you use, whether you're aware of it or not. I mean, it's it's part of you and what you use on every level. It's just how you turn it on and how you turn it down. Sometimes you just choose to turn it up more than others. But it's just funny, the reason I say that, because every time I've been talking to other people, and the moment I say something about feminine energy, they all say the same thing. They go to that, that oh, that sweet this or that mother this, and that's just, to me, that's just not true, because I was judging myself, that because I didn't see all that sweet and kind stuff in me, I was like, well, I guess I ain't feminine. No, I am. I'm very much feminine because of the way that I walk, the way that I talk, the way that I present myself. I had to right. investigate myself and check myself out. So I, I believe this is what I think. I think that females use way more sexual energy than they can even muster up to come out their mouth to say they do. The the the, mm. the act of doing it in the end, that's, I mean, that's the end result of you building all the way up to that point. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, when I'm right. thinking of the, that feminine energy, I'm thinking more of it as being more of a, of a, more of a sexual strong energy. And the motherly part, if mothers love their kids or they love their family. They're going to protect them. And that's a warrior side of a woman because a woman will cut you quicker than a man will. A woman will go after you quicker than any man will to protect what's hers. So that's, that's mm-hmm. like natural for a woman. But mm-hmm. i mean a lot of a lot of us was not taught to to focus on our sexuality. most of us was was probably uh taught to suppress it more than anything, but you can't stop it you and you really can't suppress it. It comes out naturally in everything you do, from the way that you talk from the way that you you in account of people from everything you do, no matter what job you do someone if you're a female, you're showing some of it on some level so I mean, mm. I, I think the sexual part of the uh, the dark goddess is is real, real strong, and it's stronger than most females is willing to to let out their mouth and say it. Because since I've been doing the work on myself, I mean, it's a lot comes out that I, I have mm. to check my. I say, "Thank did I think that?" I mean, from thoughts and everything. So, I mean, mm.
3: that's a big part of it.
2: Yeah, all well, I now, Did you want? Uh, I think you wanted to ask something. And I mean, the reason I
3: to... I bring that up is because just precisely because of that. Because we've been conditioned in society, in society, to think that uh, a woman is supposed to be A, B, C, and D, right? And they're supposed to be this way, this way only, and this is what a woman is, what a woman does, et cetera, et cetera. So when the question I bring forth is, as women are exploring on this path, mastering and exploring themselves, how have their views changed In time, we're starting to hear that just by plugging them into the different shows and now doing these feminine perspective shows. You're starting to hear how it's changing because for a time, women have always been suppressed about their sexuality. A woman's rage, it's not just sexuality. A woman's rage is also looked upon as negatively. For example, if a man gets angry, right, and he gets confrontational, it's looked upon as normal. But if a woman does that, it's looked upon as she's a crazy woman, right? She's crazy, get the fuck away from her, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But why is that looked upon negatively, but a man's is considered fine? That's what men are supposed to do. When in reality, a woman's rage is something that men are fearful of and they don't understand. This is why when you're in an argument with a female and she goes into a rage, what do men tend to do? Take the fuck off, right? They go and say, "Eh, fuck this. I'm done with this shit. This woman crazy. You understand? And the reason why is because they never understood that feminine Kali rage because Kali is not fucking passive and feminine in the sense of being passive. She's feminine as in far as she also goes into a rage. And when you um, mistreat or do something wrong, that rage takes hold. And it is something... That should not be suppressed. However, through religion, through Western society, through traditions and cultures and tribalness, it's become something that is world renowned now for suppressing femininity. And people will say, oh, yeah, but in India, the goddess, listen, let me tell you something the truth about India, too. Fuck no. They, they suppress the woman there even worse than here sometimes, okay? That's right. And because they worship the goddess and their religion has nothing to do with the way they really treat the female <laughs> in their culture and society, okay? Women in in the West have more um, expression than they do even in India. But everybody looks to India because, oh, Shakti, and this, listen, that's all religion. But when you come to everyday tradition and reality, that's not the way it is. So
2: now, I now, that now, real up quick, though, Ravonna Moon, real quick, real quick, I want you to back up because I want to make it clear, just like when we say on the path of indulgence or, 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 or dealing with the inner chaos, we have to make this clear. When we say, we talk about rage, anger, and emotion can be good if you facilitate it to work for you. Don't mean that we just want to be clear on this because some people, sometimes, unfortunately, will get emails the following day, and it, it doesn't mean approach everything with reckless abandonment. There's an aspect to that. It it means know how to facilitate that rage and that anger. Because remember, even with Kali or any of these archetypes that bring pure chaos, because that's what Kali does. She 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 submerges you in the chaos. But remember there always has to come order out of that chaos. So it don't mean do whatever the fuck you want and go on a tangent. It it means express it. But it also remember there comes responsibility with that. And I want to make that crystal clear because some people think or they interpret it like I can do whatever I want. Is that what you're saying? Yes or no. You can do whatever you want as long as you're willing to accept the responsibility that comes along with it. If you're not, then I suggest you kind of be conscious of when you're facilitating that energy. But, again, by all means, it doesn't mean suppress it at all because the worst thing you can do is, is suppress it because that rage just grows stronger and stronger. But I just want to make that clear. Some people hear that shit, and unfortunately, they kind of run with it, and then they don't realize the problems that they've created for themselves. But, anyway, go ahead. Well,
3: that, that's all I really wanted to say. But, you know, okay, it's it just important for that because, um, you know, Michelle hit it right on the head. We do automatically when we say feminine, everything, everybody in their mind, whether they like it, don't think they do or not, they think they're so wide open. Most people do <sighs> go into thinking, oh, the mother, she's so loving and caring. Look, man, my grandmother was loving, and caring, and whip your ass in five seconds
2: flat. Damn right? straight.
3: So I didn't experience both sides of that shit.
2: But you know anyway, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Def- definitely. Um but but Nichelle, you 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 you're gonna be there tomorrow, correct?
5: Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna be there.
2: Cool. Uh and again to the listeners that are gonna be <laughs> be at the Cali ceremony tomorrow. That's the energy we're tapping into. We ain't tapping into no fluffy shit, no pranayama and and home oh, and all that shit. If that's what you think it is, you, it's not what it is. Um, we're we're talking about all the stuff that we just described, but um wanna be crystal clear on that. Um if you weren't on in the beginning of the show. But we'll throw that information out there again at the end. Um Michelle, is there anything else you wanted to add before we bring in the next sister?
6: No, I wanna s I want to hear what my
5: sisters have to say.
2: You you got it. Stay on, we'll come back to you on the next round. You do sound tired though, man. So you get some damn <laughs> rest. We'll come back to you on the next round. You got it. All right. Uh, but a uh, good point, uh, Brother Vandenong, but remember, yeah, we've had discussions about that dealing with, you know, the rage and the anger um, because, you know, most right-hand path philosophies or fluffy doctrines, you know, teach you to meditate it away, you know, or teach you to suppress it or teach you to ignore it as if it's not there, and that's not correct either. Um, you've got to learn to facilitate it, express it, but you've got to be able to do that. On a level that works for you, because if you have no control over that range, it can consume you, and then uh, fucked up shit starts to set in. Especially if you ain't ready for it. Now, if you're ready for it, do 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 what you got to. You understand what I'm saying? But it won't well be clear on that because some people don't realize. It, everybody's got to adjust this to work for them. Don't don't go by one particular thing you're hearing tonight. Because like Michelle just said, as we go through the list of callers, you're going to to hear something different from everybody. And that's just confirmation that everybody that travels this path has different experiences. Um, It's not the same for everybody. That's the difference. That's why I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, most of those other doctrines and dogmas have structure, set structure that's been preestablished. This doesn't. And that's the difference. And you're the one that is forming the structure as you go along. That's called being a deity, being a creator. You understand? Nobody's doing it for you. You're not putting your livelihood in anybody else's hands, but your own. So I just want to be crystal clear. I want to make sure everybody is on the same page with that. Because so I want to get emails tomorrow talking about, yeah, I tore my whole fucking, <laughs> I tore my whole fucking house up. You know what I mean? Because I went in a rage. That's just pure fucking stupidity. You understand what I'm saying? So let's be crystal clear on what we're talking about. There's, there's, there's different elements to that. Just want to make sure we understand that. Um, and then you want to throw into there before we go to the next call?
3: No, that's about it, bro. You
2: want? To see, you didn't want to throw like black power in there? or, no, You know, Alafia or none of that no. shit. Oh, okay, all right. maybe you know, because you know, if you say if you say Alafia like 39 times, you become more black. I don't know if you know that. Okay. The ritual everybody can do. They'll become super co- They'll become super conscious. Let me stop fucking around. All right, let's bring in the next sister. Uh, let's bring in. Let's plug her in. Uh, Dark abyss goddess one. You're on the call. Can you hear me? Dark abyss goddess one. Can you hear me?
0: Oh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here.
2: Okay, well, you're on the call. Go ahead. Can did, you hear me? Did you get all the questions? Yeah, we can hear you. Did you get all the questions, or do you needed? Need, uh, um, I uh, did, Brother but it Repar- was a
0: little bit. Far along, so I kind of want to be reminded, but I just wanted to say okay. peace, tatap, alafia, assalamualaikum. <laughs>
2: Ham and bacon to you, too. Ham and bacon and, to and you, too. So it is Salami and bacon. You know, all that shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Anyway, like Brother Ravana, room, you want to run him down?
2: Uh well, Noon, you want to go ahead and run him down again? Or Ravana Noon is going to go through him again for you. All right. Uh, go ahead, uh, brother.
3: Uh, repeat, repeat the question, again. Okay? Somebody's trying to call me at the same time. <laughs> no,
2: i uh, just because Zipporah, Zipporah was uh DKA talker, just Goddess One. She was just, she wants to make sure she was clear on the questions because obviously it was been a minute since we ran them down. Just just run through them again for her. All right,
3: here, here's the question. Here's here, here the question. All right. Okay. First question. Um, when you look at the feminine energy, right, and you view the feminine energy. You know, with yourself. Um, besides the motherly instinct that everybody confuses it with, how do you view your feminine energy and how do you equate that with your sexuality? Is it something that's synonymous? Is it something you separate? Is it something that is suppressed within you? Um, because Kali is not just power, brute force chaotic energy but she's straight strong sexuality so how does in the western world how does a woman deal with that feminine aspect of herself in so many words
0: oh very that's a big question it's loaded um
3: i will tell you this
0: yeah i (laughs) know okay well i'm going to tell you this personally i've been dealing with Kylie's energy for as long as i can remember but i actually tapped into it um in a place where I actually knew what I was doing about a week ago, and I will say, that shit is nothing to be fucking played with. Okay, it's um, wow. I mean, all the questions that you ask, my motherhood is being challenged. My sexuality—it's um, never really been suppressed. It's—I uh, actually masturbated like 12 times in two days. <laughs>
4: Good job. we were doing a
0: lot of sex magic on myself you know but um i I figured you know there must be a reason for this so um we were working with her energy there's the rage that he's been talking about is just like very rampant um just trying to control and contain those types of energies and make them work for me is um but it it ain't nothing easy put it that way um it's really shook up shit in my life on a on a Deep level, but um, man, when you talk about dealing with this feminine energy, I mean, like I was talking about set last week, and set is powerful too. I mean, I wouldn't knock either one of them, masculine or feminine. They all have their parts, but
4: mm-hmm.
0: Tally ain't nothing to be fucked with. Okay, it's not something that you want to just go out here and play around with and think it's cute to be a little sexy and put this dress on and shit. I mean, this chick right here will come and fuck up your whole entire life, and just like you said, to create order. And I'm just waiting to get to the order part. So as far as me so, as, go ahead.
2: No, let me let me ask you this real quick, sis, because you said it sounds like to, like to me the feminine energy, and you're coming from a real like a more a more intense warrior aspect. I'm not hearing any fluffy shit there. Um, no. So in your words, like you said, you had your experiences, and and even recent, very recent experiences in the last few days. Um, how would you describe the intensity of the energy? Um, how did it come across as you obviously, I, I, like you said, it was very intense, nothing to fuck with. Um, but is it completely the opposite of, like, like, how most people on the surface portray feminine energy? Was it raw? In your experience, because I know everybody's going to have their own experience with it, but I'm saying in your experience, how did you come away from it is what I'm saying. Was it, was it just straight raw? I mean, when, it, when, when you really put well, it I'm, into perspective – Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, right now, I'm still in it, number one. Number two, Mm. it's the most intense shit I've ever experienced in my life. I mean, Mm. I'm over here, like, I'm trying to make sense of it, but also, like, um, uh, you know, navigate through it and do it right. And so um, it's just, it ain't nothing to play with. Let me tell you something. It's definitely different than Jesus shit. (laughs)
4: So Mm. we'll
0: put it that way uh, because that never did anything. But. Like I said, I called Callie and Callie was there. She was like, "What you what? What you want to fuck up? <laughs>
4: like seriously?"
0: Uh-huh. And we yeah. have been on a rampage. And I'm like, "Yo, what, but we gotta like it's 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 a lot. I can't really describe it, um,
4: okay. uh, in
0: words and stuff. But it's a lot going on right now, whereas to the fact that I mean it's intense. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't really want to piss her off. <laughs>
3: okay. Uh-huh. Now, let me say, this. the reason I'm asking this as well um, is because I've noticed that due to circumstances in society and, you know, uh, people's experiences in life, women have had to access a lot of the masculine energy as well as the feminine energy. So mm. the, I bring that up because, some women have had difficulty tapping into the femininity part of them because oh. they've had to do so many things that a man, if they were in a relationship together, let's say a man should have been there for raising the kids and things like that, they had to play both roles. So in that case, sometimes women had to forego some of their feminine aspects as far as their sexuality, their passion, their power, as far as for themselves, not just for their children, I'm talking about for themselves, that when um, some women work with the Kali energy, that sexual energy that Kali brings forth is so raw and so uncut that just like you said, it's like overwhelming and brings them to a whole nother level where they're just like, like, yo, this shit is like really intense, right? So... You just hit it right on the head because when you said that, you basically answered what I was just about to ask next. And that I think that you're basically answering some of the things that I think other sisters probably have experiences with, that Kali Energy brings that raw side of sex that they're not familiar with. And I say that because a lot of times women are so used to this, well, we have to be in a relationship we have to do
0: this. Oh, please! We only Come do on. this,
3: and <laughs> Kali don't give two shits about that. Kali just wants. That's fuck. right. With so many words. Kali just wants. to fuck, fuck. We, we
0: wanna fuck. How about that?
3: <laughs> I put. I,
0: I make the rules, and I put. I lay your ass down on the fucking bed and take you, and that's
3: it. Exactly. Mm. And that's, that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm mm. uh, trying to bring out when I ask these questions on the show because, see, we've asked. Sisters on the show, different questions, you know, different things. But let's just be real. What's the most suppressed aspect of a female? is sexuality. So I'm I don't think so. Night, uh, not because, for me. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still. I'm <laughs> There's other sisters that have been suppressed or felt suppressed some way, some shape, form, fashion. And it's it's just high time that sisters start to release and bring that out, because unless they start to and Kylie can't really do his full work on them the way he's supposed to.
0: That's the that's mm. our power. I mean, mm. that's 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 always been our power. We have the mm. power to to give sex, not give sex, and also um bring forth children. That's our power, right there. Mm. So of course, um, you got to learn how to use it. Right. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. And let me let me let me say this um you know the sister Dark abyss goddess she's she's local here, so we actually we actually know her personally and I've told her this personally she's naturally got that rage she's i I've, I've told her she's a chaotic being. so when you're when you're working with that energy um and I'm bringing this up because in her experience as she's describing again which I'm saying this because again we know her personally I just want to make that clear to the listeners um it's it's even tougher for somebody like her because to have that naturally anyway and then to even tap into it and enhance it can can be what she's describing right now uh you know in her personal experience it can be very intense uh a little more intense maybe um on other levels. Um when you're naturally when that's in your nature, when you're naturally very uh, you know, aggressive like that and you have that rage and, you know, you have that mentality, you don't you don't take shit from nobody. Um, et cetera, um, that just enhances it. So, you know, the intensity level can be, especially when working with this type of archetype, um, it can be very intense. So I just want to make that clear. If you are an individual listening and you have that same characteristic, um, you need to be conscious of that when tapping into this particular archetype. Even, even you know, the, the segment can be the Somebody same Somebody
6: will get their ass beat. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it's... It can definitely be very intense, around. but, yep, yep, can be intense. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add, sis, before we yes, go to the next one? Yeah, there is one thing
0: I wanted to add. If there are any sisters out there that be, like, struggling with their sexual energy and they feel, I don't know, just really sexy all the time or sometimes, go ahead and embrace that. You know, find a healthy mm. way to let that out. Don't let nobody take that from you because that is mm. very essential to the nature of who you are. And there's nothing okay. wrong with that. I don't care what no, you know, Judeo Christian chits have ever said about it. Mm. That's it. That's so don't
2: don't be restrictive is what you're saying. Don't go, not go at in. all. Okay. Okay.
0: No, not at all. Don't 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 be concerned about any of those stereotypes that they ever came up with. They you know, they have nothing to do with you.
2: Okay, cool. Cool. We definitely appreciate that, sis. We appreciate yeah, your input, you. so stay on. No, stay on. We're gonna have more rounds of questions. We're just gonna go in order. So if again, okay. if you didn't hear all the questions, just ask us where we're we'll repeat. But we appreciate your feedback on the first question.
0: Okay, thanks. you. Sorry, it took one. All right,
2: appreciate it, appreciate it. All right, let's uh let gonna see what else we got on here. Ah, oh, shit, here we go, brother. You know who's next, right? You know who's coming next.
3: Yep, that's Bafa
2: no, no, no. She's gonna be after that. I see you, Baffa. We got you next. St. Louis, we got you. Hold on. No, no, no. You know who's coming. I right. see she's next in the queue. Oh, the
4: tree hugger. The tree. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> oh shit, here comes the tree hugger. We're gonna bring the tree hugger in. She's next. Baffa, you up next, so I'm make sure you ain't fall asleep. Lady Mystic, I see you too. Uh smiley with the locks. You better be in a good mood tonight, man. Trying to take that sassiness from you tonight. Alright. Let's let's uh Let's get to bringing Texas Tree Hug. Hold on. Where'd she go? There she goes. Texas Tree Hug, are you on the call?
6: Greetings, brothers. Greetings, Brother Beniti and Brother, <laughs> Brother Ravana News.
3: Y'all <laughs> What's going What's on? your name Oh, everything is good. Thank you. Are you ready for us tonight? Are
6: you ready? I am ready. I'm,
2: uh, ready. I'm interested to hear this. I got to listen to this. It's all you, sis. Go ahead.
6: Well, um, you asked the question. I I, I agree that this is a very, very loaded question. Brother Ravonna, you really know how to load it up. Um, Yeah. You
4: know.
6: Vortex. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, you asked how, um, you know, we view um, motherly feminine energy. Is that what you said? Um, I see my energy as creative. Creative energy, powerful and as a protector. My, uh, my, you know, it's really interesting because as I was thinking about this topic, that is, this topic today, I actually have gone through a transition. You know, I can say that I was raised really to suppress my sexuality. You know, I was, you know, and, and, or any, suppress any kind of uh, emotion, if you will, if you want to call it that. You know, if you are feeling something that, you you know, something in a way that is not considered acceptable, you're supposed to sit down. And if, you, if that doesn't work, then you're supposed to lay down, and then everything will be better. So, you know, if they are talking about sexuality, I think that that same premise was utilized in my life, that I've utilized that in my life. Um, mm. Throughout my um, adulthood, I have, I have, what, three children? I mean, I've used that in the marriage that I was in. I'm no longer in that marriage. Um, I can uh-huh. say that that that's something that I did do. Now that I look okay. back on it, I can say that wow, I can't believe I did that. But it's it's all mm. good because I'm I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm embracing every aspect of myself in this process. Mm. And some certain things have surfaced, and I've had to deal with the, with those matters or issues that have surfaced. And now that I I look Correct. and I engage in everything, you know we do, as women, we do um, express our sexuality in, in a variety of ways. I'm not, um, I don't go into rages, I don't go into fits, but if I, I know how powerful I am, and mm-hmm. I know that if I become really enraged, uh, but I, I've learned recently that that does transcend and things do happen. Um, Natural or what you would consider unnatural things happen. So I've learned to have to gird that power and I realized when I even look back on it, I've had some of that, that ability even when I was younger. So learning to suppress is something that I, I would have to do, but as far as my sexuality, I do need, do need to learn to express that more than I am. I can see that in my daily engagements, uh, with whatever it is that I do, I do get what I want. It's not that I have to bat my eye or or do anything special. It's just that I I get favors. I mean, I have I have men, women. It doesn't matter. I I I my sexuality is being expressed to give me and, and it it's allowing me to get the things that I want. I'm I'm pretty much business minded. Um, you know I business-minded, and that's the, my focus. So the other aspects of myself, like I said, I've been having to learn to embrace. That's just been my
4: upbringing.
2: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a different perspective. That's what I'm saying. We're not hearing the same thing, but that's that's, that's your take on it, and that's unique to you because that's, that's your path. And tree- we definitely appreciate that. Yeah, appreciate as a tree that.
6: Hugger, I I am one with nature, right? So you know, I I
7: went. All right, so
2: the, me ask, let me ask, let me let me ask you, man, <laughs> in your sexual nature, are you are you grinding on them trees, butt naked? What's going on? <laughs> Talk to
4: me. Trees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I, I had, like I
6: said, I I was challenged, and I have gone out there, but no, not no, I don't grind on the trees.
2: Okay. Because <laughs> you know you ain't never gonna let that tree shit down. You know that, right?
6: Oh no! So it's all know. good. It's all good. You
2: know, all right.
6: I I I've become right. empowered. I've become
3: empowered. Cool. You oh, should get okay. a T-shirt all that right. says that I'm the official tree hugger.
2: You're all good. It's your name. Your official name. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: But, yes. but, but stay on the line. Um, we're gonna come back to you in the second round of questions. So just stay alert. All right. We thank appreciate you. your input on the first one. Appreciate it. I just to run a couple sisters down. Just so you know, I see you. I'm going to go in this order. I got uh, Margaret coming up next. Uh, then I see, uh, uh, if I'm saying it right, Nasta um, Dick. That's just the date. I know who that is. Uh, I see you, so you'll be after her. Uh, just so I can I call some of these sisters out so you kind of know what to expect. Lady Mystic, you'll be after her. And then we're going to bring in Smiley with the Lot. the sassy herself. I think I'm going to call her sassiness. She always got a sassy attitude when she gets on the phone. But anyway, let me stop messing with her because I know she's going to give me a mouthful when she gets on the phone. Anyway, uh, let's go to uh, Baffa Margaret. What's going on, sister? Hi. You're on the call. How are you doing? How, how is it cold there in St. Louis? Yes,
6: sir. Yes, sir. Right.
2: Right.
6: Hi, Ravonna.
5: Hi, Hello. Hi.
2: Look at, look at look how she Thanks. get all sexy with Ravana you God. heard that you heard that, and with me she was all rough. she's like, what, what yes, yeah, it's yeah, it cold here like and then Ravana I'm, I'm just kidding then Ravana come in
4: well
2: you heard you, you, you heard how to her, to her tone you heard
4: her did change you heard
2: you heard the tone right you need to go it back and listen to the recording. your tone changed you got like mad sexy where Ravana
6: Oh yeah,
3: that's that collie. See, yeah. that's what I'm talking about, right? Y'all want some of that collie, right? Okay, so I'm y'all. there you go. But, uh, so so uh, now that we're talking about this collie, bring it, bafu <laughs> What? What? What is your take on that question? Do you remember the question? Because if not, I can repeat it for you.
6: Yeah, repeat it. I like that. Okay.
2: She just she just well, want to hear you talk back. That's all. She just want to hear you talk well. back.
3: Right, believe know all right, so here we go
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> here we go, so um, we we have interpreted the feminine energy as being motherly and all this shit, right,
4: mm-hmm. However,
3: we know that that's misconstrued due to this Western society, but you yourself as a woman, how do you view the feminine energy within you? And as it's related to your sexuality, how do you view your feminine energy as it relates to your sexuality?
6: Okay. As a mother, right, Um, I know that the energy is very, very aggressive because I'm a very aggressive person when it comes to nurturing my children, protecting And all that, even with myself, you know. um, But as I get to know this Kali energy or my energy or myself, pretty much, which is what I consider my soul energy, my soul power, my sexual energy, I understand why I have the the feminine nature that I have and the masculine nature because they both coincide together because they're one force. So, I take that force and I utilize it to maintain my life, you know, to kick ass if I have to, you know, cut a nigga head off, throat, whatever. I don't care. Cut a nigga heart out. I can mentally do that shit, you know. But I'm just saying the energy is very, 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 very powerful. And what I'm learning about it as far as my sexuality is how I've used it in the past because that's when I really had the most experiences with it because I was very, very sexual then, you know. So now I'm about, you know, breaking some of my restrictions and, you know, some of my, you know, uh, habits of being in fear of my own sexuality because of, you know, certain programs and shit that, you know, our parents or, you know, our mothers and shit put into us as young girls. You know, because I have a daughter right now. Yeah, she's very sexually active because that nigga pregnant right now. But the thing about it is, you know, uh, she's got her own issues and her own problems and the Kali-Mai energy comes out at her ass and she'll tell you about it because we both have it. She's very aggressive too, but we're both loving, you uh, you know, good. You know, we consider ourselves good. You know, like when I say good, I mean like, we're a very nice kind of people. We treat people nice. We you know, I'm very cool with people. I do whatever to help a person whatever, but if you fuck over me, Kali coming out. Uh, that's it. She's coming uh, out on your ass and then that's when I get called crazy. I get called a uh, psycho, you goddamn skippy. I'm all uh, there when you fucking with me on that dark energy level like that. And that's what everybody mm. is afraid of, and that's what I'm part of. Why do you want to pick mm. a fight and shit? when I'm trying to be good to you. Why you want to do dumb shit when I'm trying to be good to you? Why you want to fuck mm. me, but then you want to try to fuck over me? It don't work like mm.
2: that. Mm. Don't get down so, like
6: that around here, it's not me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, by I don't hear no, I don't hear no. Pat, see, uh, one thing I do see that most of you sisters a slight similarity, not obviously you all expressing it in a different way. Um, there's a lot of, of, of strong, raw power to this feminine energy. I'm not saying that soft, you know, not that it's not a part of it. I'm not saying that you guys are just straight roughnecks and thugs and, you know, that's not what I'm saying. But, but I mean, it's, it, what I'm seeing that's beautiful in all this, that I see the one similarity that all of you are, are, are touching on, again, not in the same way, you guys have that motherly like fuck with my kids, you know, I'm 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 that protector, just like that that okay. queen lion is Yeah. You know, you fuck the, the for queen.
6: anything I don't care. Don't right. fuck up my house. Don't fuck in my bed. Don't do no dumb shit. Uh-huh. Don't do okay. nothing stupid to me because I'ma come at you. Mm.
2: I'ma
6: come at you so like I, a pit bull, like a rock wall, mm. you
2: know? Oh, shit. So but, but that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing, which is beautiful, I'm hearing that protecting nature. I'm hearing that go to whatever lengths to protect yours. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing the raw aggressiveness when dealing with the sexual energy, the openness. Um, I, I'm hearing, though, at, over and all, the feminine energy in itself. One thing you all are tapping into on different levels, but yet similar, is it, may, it seems like it's pure warrior, raw, aggressive, not to fuck with. Um, so I find that quite unique, and I hope listeners are picking up on that. And that's that's probably the one thing where we could see some some similarities. But, yeah, just wanted to throw that in there before, before I got uh, sidetracked. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Baffa, before we come back on the next round to you?
6: Okay, uh, yeah. Um, I'm just really um, <laughs> glad that we're having this conversation on this show tonight because I feel like a... A lot of this shit that, you know, we've been programmed with, it needs to be let out. That means it, 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 we need to release it. And this is a good place to release that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we're about, you know, changing this reality. We're about changing ourselves. We're about, you know, uh, becoming these so-called gods or these deities that we, we speak about all the time. But in order to do that shit, we have to understand ourselves. We have to understand our energy, our power. And understand how we are tied to, you know, certain energies that we carry, right. or that's in our DNA, or whatever. But we right. have to be about uh, managing that shit, and 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 really, truly um, utilizing it correctly, and where we need to utilize it at. And that's right. on a destructive level. That's on a destructive level because there's a lot of shit in us that we need to destroy in order to make room for new shit you know, to, to make room, mm. to, room for our new reality. And it's probably my energy is needed for that shit. That's right.
2: it oh, That's a good point. Good point, Baffa. All right, well, stay listened in. So you, when we come back to you on the next round, boy, most definitely appreciate that 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 uh, input and we ain't going to okay. fuck with you. But okay. go back, when you get a second, go back because and listen I'm, to the I'm recording. Like recording
4: Adam, I'm like an Adam, nigga.
6: I'm like an Adam.
2: Listen, <laughs> I want you to go back. Seriously, when you when this show is over, I'm serious. When this show is over, go back into the archives tomorrow when you get a chance. And I want you to hear how you came in. I'm serious. I want you to hear how you came in. You came in. You were like, "Yeah, what's up? What's up, Aniti? You know, like, yeah. And then, yeah, you did. And what time we keep it real with you? Yeah, you did. And then, and then you was like,
4: oh, "I'm serious." Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know you ain't going to yeah. let that shit down. But anyway, we're going to come no. back to you. But anyway, we appreciate your input, though. So stay, we're going to come back to you for one no more problem. round.
6: No
4: problem, brother. All right.
2: No cool, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, always fun with Baffler. I like to have fun with her. All right, I'm going to bring in sister. Actually, this is a sister that I, I just uh, communicated with personally uh, a couple of weeks ago. I want to get her intake because she's going to fall into the category. I mean, she's has been on the conscious path for a minute. Um, but uh she's she's probably gonna have some newer experience to share from, from that perspective. Uh, I hope I'm not butchering her screen name. I'm just gonna say Nasta. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make out the last part. Sister Nasta, can you hear me?
6: Hey,
2: hey. Sister Hey, what's going on, sis? How are you doing?
6: All right, all right. Yeah, the 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 username is nostalgic, but you know, Oh nostalgic, all right. I didn't
2: wanna you <laughs> abbreviated it. I see, I got it now. It makes sense. I got it. My bad. See, I told you I ain't want did I didn't wanna butcher it, see? I was gonna say some crazy nice. ass shit.
3: You about to give that collie energy to you fucking it up? Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, so I
2: want to put you in there, your screen name. You know what I mean? I, you know what? It's, now it's that you say it, let me say it. plays tricks on you, but anyway, um, do you need uh, Ravana Noon to repeat any of the questions, or or were you good, or we can run them down for you again?
6: Honestly, that was a loaded question. Um, yep. And
4: <laughs> that shit, <up>. huh? <laughs>
6: nah I respect it though I definitely do Um, the main thing because I'm coming from a kind of a different perspective I haven't had a child or anything like that I have raised or helped children Um, Mm -hmm. and I from just from thinking back to the question you know I do see how there's a lot of boxes that um, you know are put in Right. but uh you know, it's a lot of professional on so many levels and it's like mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it takes away from the you the uh universal aspect of our being. So, you know, okay. um from from that perspective, I could say that although I haven't had experience being like a motherly, you know, person, but I do see my interaction with um the youth and everything like that, but I also have mm. a way of being where it's like, with me, I think I'm more so depressed, so more, I say aggressive energy just the sense of standing up on myself and speaking up, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, okay. there's, there's an energy like that that I know I have in me, but I okay. filter it. So that's kind of how it is for me. And as far as sexual energy, mm-hmm. I am aware of that energy when I am either projecting it or if I'm just kind of like wheeling it in. So okay, it, you know, it's just it's 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 about that awareness for me.
2: Okay, so so let, let me just clear this. So when you say awareness, well, on that level, um, whatever, whatever when you're aware of it um you're not restrictive with it or would you say you're that selective means. restrictive? okay all right that's what I want to make clear that's what we're trying to get from females because um selective restrictive uh, so so you you're, you you pretty much go with your intuition your awareness um I just want to make sure we're clear on that so listeners okay cool yeah, um absolutely. the last thing I, the last thing I want to ask you when you've worked with whatever spiritual paths you, you you you've worked with up until this point um, how would you describe your experiences with whether it's feminine archetypes, feminine energy, in your description or your words? Um, because this is the key question here. How, what, what, I mean, what do you walk away from it? What do you get? Do you get that nurturing, motherly aspect, that kind of unifier, keeping things together? Do you get a warrior aspect? I mean, what have you experienced with that? Or just an overall quick summarization. How would you say it with your experiences with it? Like, what do you get from working with it?
6: Now, to be real, you, I have more, I just call it, like, energy work. I have more energy work to do because okay. when it comes to, I haven't even had an altar setup or anything like that. But okay. back before, basically, it was to a point where I would just, a lot of things would come to me either in my dreams or, like, mm-hmm. um, so that type of energy was more so, um just a lot. Be a lot going on in my dreams, just, you know, mm-hmm. at random. But then when it play out in my life, I went from a point of things kinda of going smooth sailing to things getting uh-huh. chaotic. And it was just okay. like, Hold up
4: <laughs> exactly.
6: Wait a minute. Let me see what's going on here. I gotta I gotta dig a little deeper and in a sense of tracking tracing back from up until that point, going into what the chaos was all about, what is, what, what it was reflecting back to mm. me, the people that mm. I was bringing into my life, and what the what they represented for me. So mm. it brought me into just a mindset of, I guess you could say, introspection, um, right. evaluating, right. everything, you know? If I was in a victim mentality or if I was in like a, all right, you know, I noticed that that was also the thing that I took on. So it was a whole Mm -hmm. lot, and I wasn't even working with energies at the time. But I noticed Mm -hmm. I kept bringing in people in my life that did. So that was another thing, and I kind of ran away from it when I was younger because I was seeing, you know, levels of astral projecting, all of this stuff that I was doing, but I didn't know what what I was doing because I was just like Mm – (laughs) <laughs> you know, so basically just to answer that question, like, you know, I'm really getting more, I would say, um, serious about it and also okay. in a learner's perspective.
2: Mm-hmm. And let me say this just so the listeners know again, um, I, you know, me, me, and, me and Sister Nostalgia just recently did a little work together, and she's not that she comes from a conscious background, but as far as uh, just so the listeners are clear, as far as left-hand path, she had just started some work, and that's why I wanted her to come in tonight and and the last thing that you just said says kind of explains it. Um, as you said, you're on the beginning stages with some of the work on this path, not that you, like you've done plenty of spiritual work over the years, as you said. Um, but I wanted listeners to hear somebody also fresh, um, you know, just starting out and, and going to explore some different avenues. Um, so now, you know, you're bringing a whole different perspective to the table, and I'm glad you were open about it. I'm um, glad you kind of tied in kind of a little bit of where you came from and where you're at now and what you and where you're getting ready to head. Um, right. um, so, you know, definitely appreciate that feedback. So you, you brought a whole different perspective because you're coming from more of a transition perspective right now um, because you're going to be, you know, you're going to be going through some stuff. Um, so I just wanted listeners oh, yeah. to, you know, be clear on that um, um, so they understand it. Um, but we definitely appreciate your input. Um, we're probably going to have one more round of questions, so hopefully you're still on the call and I'll come back to you on on the second round. So we're probably going to do two rounds tonight. That's what we're going to have time for. Um, We do have a big weekend lined up this weekend, so we don't want to be on here too, too late. Um, Brother Ravonna Nolan's got to head out in the morning and travel. Uh, Not that it's too far. He's only probably about two and a half, three hours uh, north of me. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff we got to do tomorrow, so we don't want to be, you know, too long-winded tonight. But we'll probably go through one more series with Sister Nostalgic, now that I got the you, screen
4: name, thank, right. you, I
2: thank you for having No, 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 no <laughs> doubt. But we'll be in and, and plus, just so you know, the Sister's from our hometown, so we had to show her some love. She's out there in New York City, so we had to show her some love, and it would bring her on. We yeah. had to bring her on. All right, we'll we come back to you, Sister.
4: You got <laughs> All right, it. cool. You
2: got it. All right, peace. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, I, I wanted the sister to come on. I had texted her earlier because, like I said, she's, Comes from a back, you know, background. She's done spiritual work on a different level. Um, so as you, as, as you heard her in her own words, she's, ex, she's, you know, starting to experiment and experience. And that's, a, that's another phase to this path. We all, you know, at some point we're in that phase. Um, so I just want listeners to, to be clear on that. All right. Let's see who we got next here. All right. We got Lady Mystic and then Smiley with the locks. You after that, man. Where'd she go? She's still here? Yeah, she's still here. All right, so Lady Mystic, we'll bring you in. Hopefully you can hear me. I've been having problems getting you in. Can you hear me, Lady Mystic?
4: Hello,
7: Brother Bernini. How are
2: you, sis? How are you, sis? Hey, I, I tried try to plug you in the, the last two weeks, news. man. I was trying to plug you in like last week and the week before, but I don't know if your phone was on mute or maybe you stepped away. I don't, I don't know if you heard yeah. heard me last week. Um, but real yeah, quick, before I bring I you, you in. Right, Sorry. that's okay. Sometimes but before I, mean I bring you in. Mm-hmm. Correct. Before I bring you in, just to give listeners a brief history, you're coming from a de- another perspective. Um, the sister's out of Minnesota, and we've conversated, we've done some work together, and she came, and I want you to explain this again in your own words, from a highly Christian background. So now I want people to keep that in mind as she's going to answer the questions that Ravana Noon put forth. Now remember, at one point, she'll tell you herself, she was engulfed in Christianity. And now listen to her talk, you wouldn't know it until she actually explained it to you. But anyway, do you need Ravana Noon to repeat any of the questions, or do, do you have them for the most part?
7: No, I think I have them for the most part. It was okay. Deep. Go ahead, shoot. You got it. Go ahead. I think you have it. Uh, first, Ravana Noon, how are you today?
3: I am well. <laughs> that's good.
7: That's good. <laughs> so anyway, um, I. Uh, I was really a softie because I came from serious Christian religion and everything about me was following strictly what the Bible said. And so uh, sexually uh, very confined, uh, everything on lockdown, except for uh, basically in marriage or what have you. Um, Very... uh, allow people to do things to me and others, and you're you know you're basically supposed to pray for them. Um, and so, I, very much uh, softy, the feminine side allow people to do different things. Of course, you know I also understood that you need to stand your g- ground, but nothing like what I am now. I'm I, I'm totally different. Um definitely right now my son he's uh thirteen he says that uh i'm like an like an explosion uh, mm. because i will let i will really let him have it and let him know you know things that he needs to do I'm protective but i'm also uh very assertive in how uh I discipline him and also protective of him um uh, they're, they're, i'm am going through a lot right now um actually my my world has kind of been turned upside down and uh, um i have actually been tapped into uh holy um holy deaths and cows. Okay. and so oh. and it's it's been it's been pretty difficult lately um yesterday I had to go into a really deep meditation.
1: And uh, mm-hmm. when
7: I woke up, um, I was uh, feeling much better because I kind of I went, before I went to sleep, I went into the serious meditation. And I woke up and I started meditating and different things. And, and in the morning, um, I was doing a whole lot better.
1: But okay. sexually,
7: uh, I, I'm i totally, I'm, I'm, a, I'm happy now because okay. I'm more open and mm. um, experimenting more and enjoying okay. more. and Nice. I'm going to be honest, you know, I don't believe I have to have sex with inside of marriage anymore. I do what I want, when I want, mm. with who I want. Mm. So mm. it's nice not to have nice. all these confound boundaries and requirements <laughs> that religion puts on you. I mean it's like I'm free, you know, I'm not I'm not in prison, you know, anymore. So yeah, I've been really mm. enjoying myself. Nice. I and, and,
2: go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead.
7: I when it comes to marriage I, I used to think that, you know, I had to be married now. I'm okay with being single and I'm okay with okay. being single for the rest of my life. Mm. Um so yeah.
2: Cool definitely that's uh well that's that's coming from a whole and, and, and again what I think is unique about uh Lady Mystic uh, and I think as I mentioned uh when when she was on the last time um we started to do some work back in October am I am I correct somewhere around there is that right
4: yeah
2: yeah okay yeah,
7: somewhere around
2: there. and yeah and and again the amazing thing to me if if you heard her back then and, again, I don't say this with any exaggeration. She was searching hard. When I say searching hard, she she had a level of consciousness. She was basically just trying to put it into her own personal perspective. But if you heard her back then, and and here we are just maybe three and a half, four months later, uh, it's like talking to two different people, literally, like talking to two different people. And, you know, I've always told her, you know, the ability, it's, it's there. It's just... She always had a lot of, lot of, uh, you know, searching, looking, how to just put it into, you know, jumble it up to work for her is, is, is kind of the way I'm, I'm going to put it out. But it's good to hear you now. Um, listeners can hear you too now, and, and seeing, you know, look, I told me and Ravonna Noon had this conversation. I said when you were on the last time, I said, look, man, well, we, we you know, we talk to dudes that have been on this path for years. And I, and I kid you not, and I'm not just saying this, you've made more progress probably in four months than some of these dudes have made in four or five years. I, I mean, I hate to say that for their sake, but I'm just being straightforward because of your willingness, like we told you last time, to just kind of dive in and, and, and enjoy the experience and, make you know, when you experience it, you know, as you said, you, you are honest. You know, your world was turned upside down. And, you know, I remember a lot of stuff came up with the holy death, and as you just said, you know, you, you, I hear you, like you said, you're going within to look for the answers. And, you know, as you contemplated these things, like you say, you woke up the next day, you felt better because you had an inner awareness, you know, about kind of what's going on. But you, you I'm glad you were honest. And, again, like what Robin said, man, it ain't all it ain't all roses, man, you know. And people got to understand that, that that rose has a thorn on it. We know that. Roses can be beautiful, but they also have these, these prickly thorns that can prick you and make you bleed. So the rose is deceptive. Um, and I, I use that and, and correlate it to your experience because of what you just said. Um, but, again, the people could have heard you a couple, couple months back, it's like night and day. Um, so, yeah, definitely definitely appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, so hopefully you're still on the phone when we come to round two. We're just going to do one more round on this uh, if we have the time. So, so stay on the line. Um, we definitely appreciate your feedback on that question.
7: Not a problem.
2: Thank you. All right, you got it, sister. Yeah, man. Uh, so that there, you got a whole nother perspective. You know, you saw uh, prior to her again. You heard uh, sister nostalgic how she was breaking it down. Uh, Lady Mystic kind of on the on the on the. I would say she's like uh, uh, kind of adept now. She just she just dived in. And and one thing I must say about her, man. And I, I hate to say this, man. I mean, male and female. I know some people that they're so pussy, man. They're just afraid to dive in and, and, and not their sister. And that's, that's one thing I commend her for, you know, when, when stuff came up. She, she didn't hesitate. She just say, hey, I'm going to fuck with this and see what happens. That's what we meant when we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, you got to, uh, Ravana Noon put it best when he said, you got to lose control to gain more control. You understand? Stop trying to figure everything out. See, that's sometimes what we do in this whole conscious shit. You know, we, we, we try to, and you ruin the experience, especially when it comes to the ritualistic aspect of this path. You know, niggas want to sit down and, yeah, and break this down and blah, 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 You can't do that with everything on this path. Part of it, a large part of it, is the experience factor of it. That's going to determine, you know, what what comes of it for you. And then you can make that determination after the experience of how to put it into perspective. Was it for you? If it's not, was it necessary? If not, just toss it to the side. Was it better? You know. You draw those conclusions. Trying to do that prior to doing your work, and you're just setting yourself up for complete disappointment. So, um, another perspective, man. And it was good to hear that. All right. So, let me bring in my sister here. Let's bring, let's bring in Miss Sassy. Let's see, if she's 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 still there. Let me see if I can get her in. Smiley with the locks. Are you there? Are you next. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. This is Sonia. Everybody knows her as Sister Sony. We had her on the show as a guest. Um, you've probably seen her on a YouTube video that we did together uh, a few weeks back. I think it was. I can't remember when. Was that a month ago? Three, four weeks it's ago? It's not important. It's not important. Yeah, it is. Don't get... Why are well, you getting sassy? See what I told you guys? She she gets all sassy and smart. Anyway, it's about three... Because I am weeks smart. Ago, but
5: I'm very yes, smart. Yes, you are.
2: You are very smart. I'm definitely not going to take that away from you, <laughs> Anyway, sister Sonya, I know you've been listening. Do um, you pretty much got the gist of the questions, or you need anything repeated or
6: No, no, I can comprehend. Um so
2: what's <laughs>
4: happen?
6: I'm just saying it because you've been <laughs> messing you? with me off air what's with so your attitude? Okay, I know no, how to say it to got you. I just had to say it. I
2: got you. But uh, I got you sir. Go ahead. Well talk to us.
6: Sexually, I have never been restricted. I wasn't brought up in restriction regarding okay. my sexuality. I have pretty much always ruled my destiny in concerns mm-hmm. to my sexuality. Um,
4: okay.
6: And uh, so, how it plays out in motherhood, okay, mm. is that um, uh, I'm open. It's, it's nothing is a a secret. Um. Um I have great dialogue with my children um right. and they have a they have a they have a nice level of understanding regarding sexuality um uh-huh. uh so i'll I'll just say that for that um uh, but
4: uh-huh.
6: as far as on this path
4: uh <sighs> okay
6: <laughs> as far as yes. on this path I have learned to utilize that energy, turn it into something that is beneficial for me in my life. Mm.
4: Um,
6: in essence, it's just not all about sex. Um, yes, I do sex rituals, but it's just not about mm. the sex. It's about taking that energy and turning it into something uh, that I can utilize in my life. It's not just about
2: fucking. Mm. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Okay. Um, No, no, let me ask you this, Um, because I know this, and again, just so listeners know, again, obviously, uh, Sister Sonya is local here. Um, I know her personally. Brother Robana knows her personally, and we know her family personally. Uh, We know our brother Jason well. We know her kids, and we've done work. And if you see Sister Sonya, again, I'm going to kind of liken it to Lady Mystic if you uh, I mean, she was always conscious searching because I remember when, when she first encountered the radio show and, and the YouTube channel and came down to the classes, um, you know, she was on the conscious path, um, but she was just, she was in hardcore search mode. You know, she couldn't really find exactly what she was looking for. She was listening to everybody. Um, but one thing I would, would say that's unique about Sister Sonia, she's very elaborate with her altars And... and <laughs> And I must say this: if you if you go back to when she first started, about a year ago, was it a little bit over a year now, or, or am I off base yeah,
6: on my office. Yeah, I didn't have but, any altars. I just got altars, nah. and I didn't have any until like I don't know September. Man. I think I didn't have. Let me anything. tell you this.
2: <laughs> no, but now, shit! If you see what she's got set up now, what she's working with now, I'm gonna tell you this. Her creativeness and I, and I say this because shit i'm all' be honest with you, she's put some of my authors to shame <laughs> the, the the backdrop she puts up, just the energy that she creates with it you you can tell that's one of her gifts Everybody, I believe everybody's got a gift, everybody's got something to offer, but she's she's creative with her, as you can see it comes from tapping into the energy um that's one thing I look at when i when when doing work uh either individually collectively in groups um I think everybody's altar says something about their personality, not just, the, not just that it's a focal point for their ritualistic work, um, but she works hard with the Holy Death. And, and I know you guys heard her on the videos. You heard her on the last time. Um, she's done a lot of work with the Holy Death. It's just opened a lot of doors for her, um, which I, I want you to share a little bit again real quick in a second. But if you can see, you know, what she's set up and what she's done again, if, if you can gauge, just like Lady Mystic, if you can see where they were when they first came and where they are right now, it's, I'm telling you, it's like fucking night and day, literally. Um, and, and I know I can only express that in words. You know, it's, it's you know, you can hear me say it. Um, it's not not as the same as seeing it and experiencing it for yourself. But I, I'm telling you this, and this is this is the whole purpose of why we're doing this show again. Um, not just for us to see it. We want we want um, you know the listeners to kind of get that idea. But real quicks, um, sister song, before we let you go and go to the. You know, go to the next question. We're going to try to get one more question in and wrap this up tonight. Um, share a little bit, and you can go in as in-depth as you want. What kind of doors, when you when you started working with the archetype, the holy death, um, what kind of doors did it open for you financially? I know it opened a lot of doors for you financially. You know, I know it did a lot for you on that level, um, and spiritually. Um, if you're caring quick, I mean, you ain't got to get long-winded if you don't want, it's up to you. Um, what kind of doors did it open for you, and what kind of changes did it bring about as you started doing ritualistic work with it? Um, uh,
6: to um, because I spoke about this before, and no, I didn't. I didn't go into death, but um, mm-hmm. what everyone likes to know about is, of course, financially. Um, let me just tell. Let me just say this here for everyone to understand: uh, when you are mm-hmm. working with the Holy Death, it is. That's why one of the representative items or or symbols of the holy death is is the scales because it's uh-huh. it will balance you the fuck out i don't care what uh-huh. area of your life it will balance you uh-huh. out and uh-huh. um so as far as financially um uh, that's what it is it balanced me out it gave but it gave for me to get out of debt in essence right Um, okay, I went. I went, uh, uh, I went uh, a month and a half, no income in essence. It all,
4: Mm. you know, Mm. gave it up,
6: gave it up. Um, I didn't stress about it. I lived my life as I would live my life, I did my work as I would do my work. Um, Physically, you know, spiritually, whatever I had to do, I did it. I did not let any gate, any area of my life. It, that wasn't a showstopper for me. Um, the old Sonia uh-huh. that in my family, one is on this call right now, can testify. For me, that would have been uh-huh. a showstopper. I,
4: uh-huh.
6: Look, I would have been railing at the walls, but um, uh-huh. I walked like a champ. And um, the funny thing is that uh, this month, I uh you know, I saw my little account, I saw something that was extra in there, you know, right? I'm like, what's that? I did, that? did I did I get a bonus? What did it work to? I'm thinking it was worth. <laughs> so I didn't really think about it. Um, but what it was, it was a give back. Uh-huh. And and Jason can tell you this here. When I went for uh that time without income, I told Jason, I said, you know what, this is gonna be sweet on the opposite end of it. He said, I know. I said, I know. I said, I know it. I said, I already feel it. I'm not stressed and I'm not worried about it. And trust oh. me, and that's exactly what has happened. Why? Because I didn't fold. Um, right. Me personally. How anybody else roll with it and whatever they interpreted, interpretation of it, that's them. But for me, because I didn't fold, it was me straightening out an area of my life that needed to be straightened out. Ditto. me
5: um, so yeah.
2: I'm sorry, Sister Sonya, before you continue, I want, I want to say this based on what you just said. And you recently, what you just said, um, and, and I know, again, I know Sister Sonya now for, for a little bit over a year. She just recently told me that. And I'm going to tell, tell you why I'm bringing that up as far as her. Basically not having a dollar coming in for six weeks. I didn't know that. And we were doing work. She never revealed that to me. She never said anything. Um, never complained. And and just one thing I'm going to commend is she's got a different energy and spirit. Um, she's not the complaining type. She's basically just she's a go getter. She just goes out there, do, does what needs to be done. And, and I want I want to stress this. One thing that you said, you stayed focused because really, you 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 would have had justification to just say fuck this. You understand what I'm saying? And and, and just. You know, get to step in and and do something else. You never did that, and I'm just gonna say I'm gonna commend you for that because what we talked about at the very beginning of the show. I'm not sure if you were on in the very very beginning. We were talking about um, when a lot of that hardship comes to the surface. Uh, unfortunately, some people run like little biatches. I hate to say that, but that's the reality. Um, and but some me, people. But
6: let me. But wait a second, Mike. Well, let me add this here to it because this mm-hmm. is what everyone needs to understand. You just don't come in here and say, oh. I didn't work with the Holy Death, i want to work with the Holy Death, too. You know what I mean? Right. You better That's do right. the research and, and understand what kind of energy <laughs> that you're going to be working with and what the mm-hmm. end results can be. You have to be mm. built for this. I'm built for this. And mm. I'm not trying to say that egotistically. I'm, I am built uh, for this. This is me. Oh, this, this is my world. This is my realm. So I there knew once I started doing work that some, something possible may happen. But I knew I was built yep. for it. You understand? Yep. Uh, Worse mm-hmm. shit didn't happen to me. You know, that that was a breeze, right. honestly. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> honestly. But um, you have to just understand right. what energy you are working with. And so there you go. I've worked with Kali as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, other sisters have touched on it, you know, with the energies and how powerful it is. And, yes, she's going to bring as well, like the Holy Death stuff to the surface that you thought wasn't there. Um, Right. But, again, you know, as far as sexually goes, again, I was never um, brought up to believe that, Yeah. again, I told my mom when my prerogative came out, it was my prerogative. (laughs)
4: Literally,
6: Mm. do what I want to do. And I did. I wasn't, you know, I did it with sense, of course. But um, someone's idea of sex um, didn't play in my mind. And that mm. goes with my whole life. I just, you know, always buck against the grain. I ain't ever try to do what everybody else was doing, you know. Mm. So, um, and the same thing went as far as my sexual life. So, yeah.
4: Okay. But
6: on this hit path, it's just, for me, the smart thing to do is to take that and make it work for
2: you. Mm. So. There you go. Drop that shit. That's what I'm talking about. And, and again, now, so you hear sister, Sonya. She's come from a little bit more of an experience now. Uh, she got a little more time into this. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you can actually see people around you growing. Trust me. Me and Ravonna not talk about that shit all the time. That's how we gauge it. unfortunately, we we know some other people that have been around us for years. I hate to say this. You know, I don't want to throw no names out there, but some motherfuckers just are not getting it. You know, because they still stuck in the shit that they used to do, and they don't want to leave it alone. They think they have, but they they haven't. And, uh, you know, Sister Song, you touched on a lot of key things. Um, and, and, you know, you're confident in what you say. And like you say, you know, you've been through harder shit. Um, you know, you've been through worse shit. Um, but, again, you know, dealing with what you were dealing with at the time, you could have easily just said, I ain't got time for this shit, you know, and went another route, but you didn't. Like you say, you stayed focused. Um, and I, I do remember, as, as you were starting a lot of ritualistic work, um, one thing I'll say with Sister Sonia. She would do her research. She might shoot a question over to me, real you know, real quick. She just might ask, but that was it. And once you pointed her in the right direction, you didn't hear from her no more. She just went ahead, gathered her information, like she said, do your research, know what you're dealing with. And that, and one thing I must say, you know, that's what she does. She she does the research. She pulls up the information. And then she just taps in and just just, just experiences it. Um, so she's not looking for nobody to do it for her. She's not looking for nobody to tell her how to do it. Um, and, and all of us should on this path need to have that type of mentality. You're not looking for nobody to do shit for you. Make that shit crystal clear. This is not a path where you got some guru mapped out in front of you that's going to be paving the way for you. You are the guru. You understand? Like we said, When does it get to the point where the student lets go of the master's hand and becomes the master? See, Negroes want to still stay in this, you know, this conscious coon mentality. You know, I need to come up under somebody so they can guide me to the promised land. I hate to say it, man. You're going to be set up for a huge disappointment and failure. But anyway, Sister Sonya, definitely appreciate your feedback, your honesty, and uh, sharing your experiences. So if you're still on the call on the second round of questions, you know we got to get your input, and I know you're going to be out at both events this weekend, correct? Correct. You still there? Well, what, what happened? I see Correct. To, you I see Correct. Miss,
3: you miss, long yeah. you better be there. Goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? Yo, make sure,
2: make sure Jason's really? coming,
3: man. You're bringing, really?
2: You're bringing Jason, really? Right? <laughs> you're you bringing? You bringing
3: Jason,
4: right? You bringing J Dub? Yeah, i right, sure
2: Jason's there. All right, tell him to be ready, man. Tell him to be ready. It's it's about to go down. Bring J Dub in the building. Anyway, all right, we gonna come back to you, sister Sonya. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Look at
3: her, man. What? This is we're
2: gonna let you go, Seth.
3: That's working with that collie. That's
6: what that collie does. <laughs> I, I, I see, I see. Why?
2: Why everybody got to? Why everybody? Why? Why? Why you all got to put your anger and frustrations on collie, man? What's up with that?
6: I'm not angry, frustrated. I have always been straight. <laughs> Look, I give to you, you straight, no chaser. Okay. Nah, you do. Okay.
2: You do. I ain't, I ain't gonna front <laughs> on that. You most definitely do. Most definitely do. All right, sister Sergeant. All gonna we're gonna let you go. We're gonna come back to you. Peace. Alright. Um uh, brother Ravana Noon, I don't know if you got you wanna run through another question. It is, it is eleven, it's up to you. You wanna maybe shoot one more quick one?
3: Uh, uh, I can't think of one. I'm just watching that right, cat shit in my lawn about to kick his ass. Anyway.
2: What happened?
3: Oh, I'm watching a damn cat try to shit on my lawn. I have to chase him, brother.
2: Damn his ass off of Damn. It. You taking a hot shit on your lawn?
3: Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> then then you forget. Then you go check the mail, and you step in that shit. So you be like, "Oh fuck, yeah, it's
2: all, it's all hot and steamy. <laughs> all right.
3: Um,
2: I think maybe you know what? Um, maybe just a quick summarization. Again, I don't want to stay too long-winded tonight, yeah. cause I know we got a lot of shit to do tomorrow. Yes, we do. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that was. I mean, I think that was a good, thorough. Um. You know detailed question to run through, oh, you know what you know, what? maybe we could just bring in i think I think if this is the sister hold her, I would bring her in if this is who I think it is, I'm pretty sure it is uh, let me let me bring in a sister from northeast California if you can have her give her input on this question if it's who I think it is um hold on let me let me slide up here, and then maybe we could wrap it up after her uh but real quick before I bring her in um. Why we still have the majority of everybody here. Uh, again, if you come in, um, the events, we got two events starting tomorrow night. Uh, 8 o'clock, Cultural Expressions in Hollywood, Florida. Um, we're going to have a Cali Mantra Magic ceremony followed by ritualistic drumming. Um, attire is all black, no exception. Don't be coming. We're grown ass folks. It's real simple. Follow instructions. Don't be coming half ass because it says a lot about your personality. Because we get people that come and they want to come in and they got you know, T-shirt with multicolors on. No, no, no. There's a reason. We're, we're, we're trying to keep a certain vibration of frequency. Solid black. I don't care what it is. Cultural attire, normal clothing. It could be black jeans and a solid black T-shirt. I don't give a fuck what it is. It's got to be solid black. Don't be coming in with tutti-frutti colors on. Is just acceptable. Because You don't get your feelings hurt. I just hate to say it like that. I ain't going to sugarcoat it for you. Um, so we're grown-ass folks. Follow fucking instructions. It's that simple. Um, that's going to start at eight o'clock. Um, if you're not prepared to dance, if you're not prepared to drum and really tap into your spirit, stay the fuck home. We're just going to keep it real, with you 100%. It's not a spectator event. Um, so if you're coming just to, you know, be, you know, you know curious the cat, no. Nah. This is a this is a participation event. So show up, prepared to participate in the ritual. Show up to experience the ritual. If that's not your intent. You're wasting your time. Don't even show up. Um, we do know we have some people coming from out of town, um, such, as, such as Sister Michelle, who came all the way from Tennessee. Um, I know we got some people coming from the northern part of the state um, and from a couple other spots. So um, we definitely appreciate some of you guys that are traveling from other states to spend a weekend with us. It's going to be fun. It uh, gives us a chance to interact with some of you guys that listen to the show. So, you know, we're trying to do regular events once a month. Uh, and hopefully we can come to your areas. If you, if you guys are willing to set something up in your areas, uh, you, know, you can contact us and reach out to us. We'd be more than willing uh, to come do something in your area as long as you find a venue. And the only thing we ask you to do for us is just take care of our travel expense. We're not looking to get paid for anything. Just take care of the expense of us coming there, and we would be more than happy um, to come in your area and, and put together a two-day event, ritual, a class, um and work with you collectively um, we definitely have no problem doing that um so we definitely will to put that out there um the next night saturday um this saturday uh after the friday night event we're doing a class at 7:30 p.m uh kepper and the path of self-realization that's going to be at sophia's garden of my Ma- in miami gardens uh both events are close to each other uh the one in hollywood Hollywood, pretty much, if you're not from this area, Hollywood, Florida is the, the deepest part of Broward or Fort Lauderdale you can go into, and it's, it's literally a rock's throw from the Miami border. Miami Gardens is literally the next town over, so uh, you just travel another mile or two south and you're in Miami, um, so it's right on the border. Both events are just a couple of miles away from each other, um, so, one's in Hollywood on Friday night, Cultural Expressions, 8 p.m., and the following night, Miami Gardens, Florida. If you want any information on these events, directions, the flyer for the event, just got to hit hit me up at the email here for the radio show, which is khnum19 at gmail.com. Again, that's khnum19 um, at gmail.com. So, just want to throw that out there one last time um, before we go off the air. I'll throw, it, I'll throw it at the very end, real quick, too. Uh, let me bring this just in if it's who I think it is and uh, we'll have her also address these questions. Uh uh, Northeast California you're on the call. Can you hear me?
7: Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
2: All right. I can hear you. Yeah, so it is who I thought it was. Cool, cool. Um I I just looked at the I looked at the roll and I know you don't have a screen name, so I was like, let me see if that's how because we get we get several calls on the on the call from California and Northeast and I can't tell who's who but uh Tonight, you're literally the only one from Northeast California. Um, you heard the questions. Do you need any of them repeated, or you pretty much got it, or you want to flow? I, I, tell me I, pretty, you...
6: I pretty much got it. You know, I, uh, okay. I want to say, uh, you know, greetings and thank you to all the sisters. Uh, thank you for so the Ravonna because, I mean, it's like week to week I'm like thinking about hard work. Assignments. It's like I tried to do something this week and tap into some energy, but um, at my age, and I don't think that age really um, puts a cap on your your sexuality. You know, if you're if you have free, you know, energy or spirit that way, then you can even mm-hmm. you know accelerate or digress or whatever but i know for myself um it hasn't been until i came to listen to the show that i Mm -hmm. began to kind of like you all helped me to put a name on the um on the relationship with the energy because It wasn't until I started, you know, really trying to like, you know, like Sister Sanger said, comprehend because when I first came in, my understanding was why would I wanna go from, you know, religion to, you know, worshiping a statue. That was my that was my connection. Or that was my disconnection. I was not really getting it. But over the course of the last, you know, the couple of months that I have been listening to, you know, the universe, you know, knowing what I needed to help me to succeed, you all put the names on it and how these energies work. Now, okay. I can't say that, you know, I have Cali energy or that mm-hmm. energy, I do know. You right. know, through my first time, I'm, I'm a Leo, so I I, mm. I resonate with those qualities. You know, but at the same time, I um I have been, you know, uh, what they call, you know, and and I don't get this about men. You know, first thing they want to say, you know, when a woman gets upset, you're just being emotional. Mm. And I remember, you know, growing up, my dad would be like, don't worry your emotions, don't get bleed. And all be like, well, you know, I didn't get that at that young age, but you all helped me to kind of put, you know, those um, energies together. I do my research. Right. So my homework was to just basically look at the mother, what well, it calls the maiden, the mother, and the crone energy. So mm. I resonate with all three. I, I use them when they're appropriate. And, mm. you know, I just I just look for things to, you know, to happen. Like Brother Ravonna Noon said, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. Me and my I, mm. I called myself doing a ritual last night. I mean, last Saturday night at two in the morning, but I thought mm. that I was gonna enjoy, you know, dancing and, you know, doing my, you know, chanting and just really getting into it. You know, listening to some music, and lo and behold, (laughs) you know, this Mm -hmm. stuff never wakes up in the middle of the night. But my grandson, he's, like, wanting to be full, you know, Mm fully pregnant. And I love him. And with that Mm and energy, I just, you know, whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm feeling, I just think the best way to me is just to go with it organically. You know, Mm -hmm. I keep men. I keep men long distance. I keep men close by so whenever I need something. You know, mm-hmm. I know how to turn on my feminine charms and know how to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, I know mm-hmm. how to practice those things that I saw that, you know, my mother, you know, and my grandmothers did, you know, to get what they needed. But at the same time I'm a provider. You know, I'm a protect protector, right. I'm a prior, I like a provider. I like to um compliment. And I listen, you know, to criticism. I've had terrified criticism from all the men that I've been with, you know, that, you know, it is what it is, you know, some of these has been great, some of it's been not so great, and right. I just, you know, take it as it comes, you know, and I'm going to continue mm. to take it as it comes, take it as it comes, take it as it comes, and just right. utilize what I'm learning, you know, I'm, mm. I'm learning how to better uh, uh, take the take the judgment out of it. That's right. That's all I wanted to say.
2: That's what No, I appreciate. Oh, oh, I oh, that's
6: that the same too. Um, mm-hmm. Beniti, I am
4: on my
2: other
6: phone, but I, I, I put a name and I put an avatar, and I said that is not gonna pick this Serenity. I am. <laughs> but all right, man. but see,
2: see, see. Now that you told me, what's your screen name? I, I won't forget it. Just tell me what, what was your registered name?
6: It's Serenity.
2: All right, so you can come in in the future, and that it would actually be easier because, like I say, we get multiple people on this show uh, on the call lines from California that don't register a name. I mean, yours comes up northeast California, so usually uh, there's a lot of calls that just say California, and then some say S California, which is Southern California, but there's usually two or three that that are on regularly from northeast California. Um, But there's
4: only
2: yeah it's only just you tonight. Uh, I don't see the other two on here tonight, so I wasn't sure if that was you, Um, but if I see the, you said serenity, correct?
6: Right, it's serenity I am, and I have called in on it originally, because I've been listening to, you know, the sisters, you know, just give wisdom, and I said, oh, Mm -hmm. he he don't know me by this name. I should have sent, you know, an email or something, but yeah, Mm -hmm. just I go by that name now, and um, I finally got the – right. because I have been set up the thing, but I I never did put in a pen. So I couldn't okay. figure out why you kept calling me by that because, you know, I try to listen, you know, but yeah, I finally
2: figured yeah. it out. All right, cool. So I'll look for that screen name. But the last thing I want to say to you uh, before we let you go is probably the most important thing you said and what you just just uh, sharing with us, and we appreciate that, is uh, one thing that's – just resonating with me, and I think it's key on working this path. You said you you learn to use the energies, um, you know, what purposes and how and when to use them, and for what reasons. Um, that's key um, yeah. because you do got to you, you do got to know how to tap in and work with these energies. It's got to be suitable for what you're dealing with or what's going on in your life. Um, some people just like to work with shit of course because they like it. Um, but I'm glad you said that because you said you learn how to utilize them for specific purposes when needed. And and that's one of the key components um, about this path. So that, that resonated with me when you said that, and I'm glad you said that. That was probably one of the most important things um, that you said in, in everything you just spoke. So I just wanted to throw that in there. I don't want that to go in the wind as something minute, because that was important.
6: Thank you, Bethany. I appreciate that. And I'm going to keep yeah. listening and learning, and I'm really encouraged. Oh, and one last thing. Um, mm-hmm. This week, because I was right like, down, I'm so far away, you know, when will I be able to fly down there because I'm going to come down there, you know, to Florida to participate. Mm-hmm. And I know I right. live in Florida, and I was telling them, you know, let's pick up, let's go down there and check it out. But as I was mm-hmm. um, driving, because I drive for a living, I mm-hmm. actually drove by a botanica. And it was called Shango Botanica, and mm-hmm. I drove up. I went in there, and I looked around, and I was like, "I'll be damn. I have never seen nothing like this in you know in this area when i where I live, and I'm right. just you know grateful because I knew that you know I was being driven towards something that would help me because I asked for it I was and first thing I see they had a whole back row uh dealing with the uh, Oh, wow. Uh, sister Sonia and the other sister, Sister Mystic. The
4: Holy person. Death.
6: Yeah. The Holy yeah. Death. All back when I was asking the sister, she said, well, I'm Catholic, and, you know, uh, my Godfather, he opened the shop, and I can only tell you so much, but I want you to, this is, this is the Holy St. Barbara right here, and she's uh-huh. related to Shango. And I, I, I listened because... I don't care who you are. You can get knowledge from anybody if you open yourself up, you know, and you listen. Right. And I appreciate what she, you know, shared with me. It was a, she was a very lovely young lady. And, you know, mm-hmm. she was just, you know, and I said, well, do you know where there may be, um, you know, gatherings, you know, that, uh, where people may practice polo or any of the, um, of, of what's the uh, you know, what the bot- botanica represents? And she said no. But um, And I was asking her about her godfather, you, know, you know, but I would just stop right there because
2: I'm long-winded. I was just mm-hmm. excited, so I just wanted to share Okay. No, 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 that's cool. That's cool. You know, we get your experiences, but we definitely appreciate it. And then, yeah, whenever you get a chance, you know, we'll be running these events regularly, so whenever you get a chance and you're able, um, you know, to travel here meet the family and meet the people here, um, you you're you're most welcome. I think you'd enjoy it. Um, It's definitely an experience because, you know, you'll see a a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the show. You'll you'll actually get to participate in some of it Um, and rather than just listening to it um, in addition to your personal work. So there is a good collective part of this. It's nice once in a while to get together as a collective group and do some spiritual work. It kind of complements your individual work. But, But hopefully, you know, we'll see you at a future event. So we look forward to it, all right?
6: I'm looking forward to it, too.
2: Thank you. Thank you, family. All right. Peace. You got okay. it. You got it. Peace. All right, brother, brother, brother of honor,
3: let me Let me just uh, say this in closing. Um, when individuals start to do their work, you're going to eventually resonate with something, some some archetype, some kind of energy, some kind of work, some and this evening have said the holy death. Some have said Kali. Some have said all different things. The key thing, though, is listen to your spirit and listen to what your inner voice is telling you because there's a reason that shit is popping up. There's a, and it's not all cookies and cream why it's popping up. Kali or holy death not popping up because you're righteous and beautiful. It's popping up because you might have some fucked up shit that you need to work on, and that's that, that archetype energy that's most needed now yeah. that you want most needed for you to get to that level you're trying to get to. Uh-huh. Myself, when I was working with this, it was doing a vampiric ritual of the defect mask, and Kali popped up. Now the vampiric ritual, I was more focused on set and sechmet and ampu and others of that that um, vampiric triad, and Kali pops up and. I understand now why, but when you do get that calling, your inner voice says this what you need to resonate with, don't just do it for a minute. Because I done heard too many people on this path and and many other paths. They do that shit for a minute, and then they jump from something else, and they jump to something else. Then they start complaining, nothing's working. Well, of course, your ass never got patient enough to keep working with something. That's right. You got to be consistent, and that's one word that I always use. Consistency, consistency, consistency. If you're not consistent on your shit and working it, and if that's what your spirit says you're resonating with and you're working with and you just do one ritual and it didn't come out in the way you thought it should or or what you wanted and you gave up, then you're you're not being consistent. You're not going to get the results. Some of the shit that you would need to do with certain archetype, work for that shit at least a month or more. See what happens. Because right. sometimes you may be so blocked and fucked up that you have to do something repetitively to break through those blockages and obstacles mm-hmm. you set forth. So understand right. that when these things start to resonate, work with that shit for a while. Don't just jump from one thing to the other. Like ben- Brother Benito said it last week, my main shit is the vampiric magic and specifically working with the uh, uh, female vampiric energy of Sekhmet, of Lilith, and of Kali. But I also work with Set and Ampu, and I work with that nature of the vampiric energy, but that's my main shit, um, and I also do deal with necromancy, holy death, things of that nature. That's most of my shit. But, you work
2: with a harem of midget strippers too, right?
3: That, That's, that's the other <laughs> hidden hidden dark side magic that is not pronounced on the show. But, however, <laughs> this, this is the main Ooh. shit I work with. And that, trust me, I've tried a lot of shit. I, I dibble and dabbed into Luciferian. Some shit is good, some shit work with me, but my shit is mostly vampiric and necromancy black magic type shit. So once you hmm. find your niche, that doesn't mean you can't try other things, but if that's your niche, work on it because that's something that you are resonating with. That's necessary because it's, it's working with you on multitude of levels. That is mm-hmm. necessary to break some shit open, you to take you to that, that to that level you're trying to be, or been trying to get to. So I just mm-hmm. want to share that because I've I done spoke to people, they gave up after one ritual, they this, they that, and they're complaining. <laughs> nah. Work some shit consistently before, consistently before you start to even uh, decide to give it up or start talking bad about it when you ain't ever gave it a shot, okay? And, and,
2: and, and you know what, brother, just, just, just to add to the same thing you're saying, something that we mentioned, you know, over the last couple of months because uh, it connects to exactly what you just said. And we, we've said this, both of us have said this uh, numerous times, uh, the beautiful thing about this path that connects to what you just said is, is it's always a new challenge every day. It's constantly about challenging yourself, uh, you know, bettering yourself, bringing out, you know, the best of you. Um, and what, what, what people got to understand with this, and we've said this before, if you're if you're practicing a spiritual system, where you're not being challenged, let me say this again, this, this is important. I want people to grasp this. If you're doing the same mundane shit, see, most people stay locked in to whatever form of spirituality they practice because they become comfortable with the shit. It becomes routine. It becomes a regular thing. Um, so when that, when that mundane energy sets in, you're not really growing. You know, you're comfortable. You become stagnant. You know, you think that you're growing, but you're confusing being comfortable and familiar with growing because you say, yeah, well, I, I know this text. I could, I could rehearse. I could spit this or I know that. That's great. But that's basically just learning basically through repetition. And what happens is a lot of these spiritual systems, they become very repetitious. That doesn't happen on this path. The beautiful thing about it is you're constantly challenged. And when you're constantly challenged and you're forced to bring out the best in you, you stay on your toes, you stay sharp. Nothing is really ever the same. And Like Ravana Noon was just saying, you know, you can, you can dabble in multiple paths, but when you find your niche, work on the things that are your niche and use that as your main go to but like you said don't let that restrict you because the, the you know the avenues on this path are unlimited man i mean this this pretty much fucks with everything um one thing i want to do brother we want to connect the ancestral aspect because there is a that, yeah. that side to it there's, there's the ancestral aspect of the left hand path that goes intense um like you said there's necromancy there's different levels of of the art of a black adept, working different forms of greater black magic, lesser black magic. There's vampirism, which is a very powerful spiritual system on this path, um, which, again, that's, that's probably one of my main paths that I fuck with on a regular. Uh, necromancy, same thing. Hardcore and ancestral worship. Um, could definitely summons and work with the deceased spirits and conjure them up and get them to do what needs to be done beneficial on all levels. Um, that's where my heart is. That's that's, 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 that's where my power lies. Uh, one thing Ravana Noon said is, Luciferian magic seems a little religious to me. I don't really fuck with it on a hardcore level. Some aspects I do um, because there's some power in it when working with the Leviathan energy, but anything that correlates that God-devil shit, I don't fuck with it because then we're back to square one, and, and that's not what this path is about. Um, we had a conversation today, and I think we should leave him with this. Um, a lot of people think they're on the left-hand path, and they're not. And, and that's why we said a million times on this show, don't confuse modern-day people that claim to be Satanists. That's not left-hand path. Okay, that's not what we mean when we say left-hand path, because basically Satanism is just a religion. It's just an adverse religion that was created uh, that's the adversary to Christianity, because they believe in a fictitious God called the devil, and and they, they run around worshiping the devil like a Christian does God or Jesus. That's not true left-hand path. And that's why you always hear us down-talking it, and that's why you always hear us making it crystal clear that we don't affiliate with any of that bullshit because that's not real shit. That's another religion. And you're going to find that there's a lot of people that practice that. They're more religious than religious people. I mean, way more of them. We noticed that, and we <laughs> we told, we had that we had that discussion today. So we want to make that crystal clear. Know what perspective, um, you know, that we're coming from. And the avenues are unlimited. And the most beautiful thing is when you start working with your own personal demons and you start working with those entities uh, and and you're able to facilitate that to work for your benefit, uh, you start making your own shit. And that's the beautiful thing um, that you really can't put into words. And, again, you heard as we went through those round of questions and we had each sister come in. And, and give their feedback. I mean, listen to the listen to the variations you got from a multitude of, uh, of sisters. Though there were some similarities, there were some, but I don't think any of them had the exact same experience. Um, uh, one similarity again, you saw the feminine energy. They all described it as raw. You know, you know, no cut, no corners. Like, you know, you tap into it, it's going to look. The Cali that we're going to conjure up, the Cali energy we're going to conjure up tomorrow night, it's going to be clear if you're coming out, it's that energy. And, you know, the gates are open. I'm going to tell you this, when we, when we go to work, we open those gates and we bring those entities through. And when that comes through, everybody's going to, <laughs> everybody's going to have a different, different experience with it. Um, and I guarantee you after you leave that event, it's going to resonate and stay with you for weeks, for months, and you might start opening up weeks after you participate in that ritual. But I will say this: be prepared because it's going to bring everything to the surface that needs to come to the surface. Remember, this path is about bringing the change you need, not the change you want, because people confuse what they want for what they need, and it's not the same thing. So be prepared. Don't don't just get ready to embrace all the fluffy good stuff that you love. You know the benefits because you you heard. Um, you heard even Sister Sonia when she was talking about what she was going through, she, like she said, don't think you're just going to, uh, you know, start working with the Holy Death and you're going to be blessed with finances when you ain't addressed your bullshit and did your research, and you know, and prepared yourself because nothing works on this path until you address all the impact and trauma that's stuck on your subconscious mind, okay? That's important to understand. That's step one. If you don't do that first, what happens is you just create more impact, negative blockages uh for you personally, where you can't grow like Rava Noon said a minute ago, is why some people they they bypass that and then they want to go do one ritual and they fail at, it. and like you said, they just give up because they approached it the wrong way from day one, step one. This path teaches you first and foremost to go within and address everything about yourself, if you've got daddy issues, mommy issues relationship issues. Maybe you were a fucked-up parent. We said this before. Maybe you're not as good of a mother or father as you thought you were. Maybe you're not as good at what you thought you had great skills and talents, and maybe you used it as a mask. Maybe you were bullied when you was a kid and you still haven't faced up to that the impact it's had on your life. You might you have been sexually molested, and you haven't faced that reality and the impact that it's had on you. Um, the list goes on and on. This path is about not negating any of that stuff. That stuff has to all be addressed. And you have to put it into its proper perspective for you, not for somebody else, for you, because trying to sweep those things under the rug about yourself is only going to create more of a of a serious energy blockage on a level where no matter what you set out to do, that's going to come to the surface, and until you address it, you're never going to be able to move forward. That's what this path is about it's not about uh let me just get into this and I'm going to do a rich one, then my whole life is going to be okay. That's not how this works. There's no such thing as a fix-all, you know. Um, Did you want to add something to that, brother?
3: No, that's good.
2: Okay. So we're going to leave you with
3: that um,
2: so we can uh, get ready for this event tomorrow. So, brother Noon, if you want to go ahead and give your uh, contact information, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up.
3: Sure. Uh, If you want to reach myself, brother Ravana Noon, you can reach me at Ravanna R A V A N A Noon N U N at Outlook dot com. Once again that's Ravana Noon at Outlook dot com. Or you can reach myself at Dark ninety nine on YouTube and um you can reach us on Awakening Universal Minds uh Facebook page. Peace.
2: I appreciate it, brother Ravana. And, again, real quick, uh, last time to get the information for the events tomorrow, real quick. Again, tomorrow night, 8 p.m., uh, Cultural Expressions, Hollywood, Florida, uh, Cali Mantra Magic Ritual, followed by Ritualistic Drumming. Uh, that's going to start 8 p.m. sharp. All uh, attire, again, all black, no exceptions, all solid black. I don't give a fuck what it is as long as it's all black. Be prepared to participate in the ritual. Be prepared to experience if you feel like you're not prepared, if you're afraid, if you're scared, keep your ass home. Just want to make that crystal clear. It's not for you then. If you're uncertain, it's not for you. following night, Saturday, 7.30 p.m., uh, Sophia's Garden of Matt, uh, we'll be doing a class uh, on Keppera, uh and the path of self-realization. Myself and brother, Ravana Noem, will be doing that class. Um, we know we've got people traveling from out of states. I know some people are already here. They've contacted me. Um, so we look forward to seeing uh, some of you people for the first time. If it's your first time participating, appreciate you taking the trip from wherever you've traveled from, Um, so we look forward to seeing some of you all um, tomorrow night. Email address for information on those events, again, khnum19 at gmail.com. Again, khnum19 at gmail.com. You can also go to my um, YouTube page, Mother Nubia Inc., uh, that's on YouTube, a uh, ton of videos up there on all the shit we're talking about tonight. Uh, the Mother Nubia, Inc., Google Plus page connects you right here to the radio show. Also, I have all the links to the radio show on there, plus uh, all the videos are on there, too. Um, there's probably close to over 100 videos on there, pretty much on every topic you can think about, um, uh, so that we consistently or I consistently put them up on a weekly basis for the most part. Skip last week. I got some emails. People want to know if a video was going up this week. Not this week. Uh, since we're doing the event Saturday, the class that we do Saturday, uh, any classes we do, uh, I'll, I'll put that one on the YouTube page uh, either that night or the day after. So you'll get it. If you're not coming, you'll be able to at least see the class um, that will be on the YouTube channel. Okay, you can go to, like Brother Ravana Nunsay, you can go to the uh, uh, Facebook page, Waking Universal Minds. You can drop us a comment, suggestion there. And if there's a show on a topic that maybe we haven't touched on yet, uh, feel free contact us and maybe if there's something you want to hear us build on talk about, uh, feel free to give us a suggestion ideas. We've had uh, several shows that listeners um, wanted us to uh, talk about and we, we put them into practice. Um, um, so if you got an idea, uh, we're open to it. Shoot us, a, shoot us an email. Um, again, we look to get the sisters back. Uh, we want to try to do it once a month where we bring the sisters on and have them break some stuff down. We appreciate all the sisters that tuned in tonight. Uh, Texas Tree Hugger, Sister Sonya, Baffermarga, Lady Mystic, uh, Nostalgic, uh, uh, Serenity, I believe, Northeast California. Serenity something, Serenity. But, uh, it's Serenity something. I got that. At least I got that part. Um, Dark Abyss Goddess 1. Uh, I'm not sure if I forgot anybody. Uh, Nichelle, Sister Nichelle, I know she hung up a little earlier because she's actually here uh in Florida right now for the event tomorrow. Uh, she drove from Tennessee, so I know she's up in the hotel getting some sleep. Uh, I know she was tired when she came on at first. You could hear it in a voice. So shout out to her for participating in the forum tonight. Um I don't think I missed anybody else. I oh, think old Alchemist. I'm sorry, I missed you sis. Um we appreciate your feedback tonight. I apologize if I miss somebody. Um so you sisters, I know you tune in pretty much for the most part on a weekly basis. Alchemist, I know you needed to talk to me. I know we haven't been able to link up. Um, I will be free tomorrow. I know you're still on the call if you can hear me. Uh, just call me. Um, just call me anytime after, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Um, I'll be here with Brother Rubanino, and then uh, I'll be able to, we, we, we could talk for a minute or two. Um, I, know, I know we haven't been able to link in because of your schedule and my schedule. Um, appreciate your feedback. Um, again, if I missed anybody, I apologize. Uh, so we look to get you sisters back in a few weeks. And if you didn't hear the first show with these sisters, go back in the archives. It was about three, four weeks ago. Um, Definitely encourage you all to listen to that show, too. Uh, If you missed this show tonight, you definitely want to go back after the show. Should post in the archives. Just give it about ten minutes after we hang up. Um, It posts immediately. You can go back and listen to the entire show. If you missed it, you can download it. You can put it on your podcast, whatever. It's downloadable. You can save it to your phone your tablet, uh, whatever you want, or if you just listen to it, you don't have to save it. You can just go into the archives. Uh, we've had a, a, a bunch of guests on the show in the past. We're going to bring some guests on coming up, just, just so you know what we got working on right now. Uh, Man Ali, who wrote the Holy Death book, the Las Muerte book, um, he's going to come on the show and share with you his experiences with that. Um, Michael W. Ford, who's written, as you know, a lot of cult books that we Um, have uh, recommended here on the show, Um, trying to confirm his Thursday when he's going to be free. Spoke with him, actually, to come on, basically talk about the second pet book. Uh, So looking forward to having him on. Uh, Bal Cadman, who wrote the Cali Mantra Magic book, um, looking to get him on in three weeks, um, depending on uh, what we got going on prior to that. Uh, But he looks like he's available to come on three weeks from now from communicating with him. And James Wasserman, um, who's actually the Grandmaster over our OTO Lodge here uh, in Fort Lauderdale, Swear and Star Lodge. Uh, James Wasserman has been in the occult. He's put out a lot of books. Uh, if, you, if Some people might be familiar with him. When we did the show on the Assassins uh, a few weeks ago, the, the Templar and the Assassins book we used was written by uh, James Wasserman. We're going to get him on. Um, in the archives, we've had some of the – Again, some of the biggest conscious leaders in the community are on. We've got Dr. Phil Valentine on a few times. Dr. Delbert Blair was on a few times before he passed away. Um, we've had on Dr. Jewel Pukrum. Uh, all these shows are in the archive. You can go listen to them. We've had on Dr. David Imotep, um, dealing with a lot of African history, et cetera. Um, I don't know who else I missed. Oh, Dr. Edward Bruce byron has been on several times. Uh, definitely check his shows out in the archive. He, he, he drops it. Actually, he's going to be coming on again soon um when he gets back from vacation. Uh, I spoke with him actually about a week ago. Um he's looking forward to coming back on. Uh get his book, Dark Light Consciousness. He gets into uh in depth. A lot of stuff we're talking about tonight you know, but he comes from more of a uh scientifical and medical perspective. He brings a whole different different level to this. Um so definitely check out his work if you haven't. So we're gonna we're gonna have a guest series. You know, we haven't had guests on in a while, so we're probably gonna bring on a three-, four-week period of guests. Um, um, We'll see how that goes. Uh, But, you know, we don't bring guests on because we agree with everything they say we bring them on just so you guys can get a different perspective of of other levels of information. Anyway, having said that, that's all we got for you tonight. We're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, Again, look forward to seeing whoever's coming out the next two nights. It's going to be a fun weekend, Um, especially afterwards, you know, after the class we, we hang out. Brother Jack, I know you was on here earlier, Brother Jack. Go Jack the Steak and Shake, man. It's our little spot afterwards. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the brother tomorrow uh, and on Saturday. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. We, we will see everybody next uh, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and, again, appreciate all the sisters that contributed to the show tonight. Peace.
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.